Today on Game and Watch It, we celebrate our first E3. Yeah, it's yeah! E3 weekend! Hello and welcome to another Game and Watch It. Hi. We're in the middle Hi. of E3. Hi. Are Hi. you guys excited? Oh my I'm god. I'm very excited. Are you excited? <laughs> oh, I, I am. This to my right, Paulie. Hi. To my left, Arzy. I like Hoopering. <laughs> and your host for the day, Rusty. Even better than Mama. Oh, God. I forgot about That's how that. you're going to say it? Even better than Mama. No, you got to do the high-pitched voice. Even better than Mama? Oh, God. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, 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 somehow it just gets worse every time you say it. Either way, it's E3, and oh, my God, so much has happened. It's day three in E3 right now, so it's still going on. Isn't it day five? Um, I don't know, but it's still going on. We're right in the middle Day of it. Day four. Okay. Yeah. All the major press conferences has have gone through. Yeah. And let's get into this because we have a shit ton of stuff to talk about. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't give a fuck what I've been playing recently. Yeah. Who cares? Probably still Zelda <laughs> like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly. So we've gone through all the press conferences, all the games. We've selected the ones that are worthy of our discussion. Oh, yeah. But before that, let's go through a rapid fire. Of all the games that are really not worth mentioning, but I'm sure we could say yay, well, nay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say not, not worth, worth mentioning. mentioning. It's well, not worth, definitely. We don't see a point in discussing them because we don't know. These are games that we we are like impressions look cool, but we want to save the crunchy discussion for some of the other. Exactly. So let's let's go through them now and let's um, let's rapid fire. Yeah. Yay! Participation award. Kingdom Hearts three. Eh. An announcement for another announcement. Yeah. July 17th, we're getting a, a new trailer with a new world. We'll talk about it then. Yes. Let's get into EA. A way out. I thought that was kind of interesting, having the multiplayer aspect game. Like, I, I like the new showing we seem to be seeing about, like, just multiplayer-only games and what they're trying to do with it. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's like a two-player prison break game where even during cinematics, at least one player is doing something. So it's actually very story-driven as well. It's interesting. Uh, I, it doesn't strike to me as anything I would pay $70 for, but, you know, as, like, a... I don't know if it's going to be, like, an arcade game equivalent or something like that, but there's there's more to be seen from that. Yeah, no, no, you're right. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of games that have been coming out recently that are that it, within that vein. Like, I would even argue the uh, Friday the 13th game that yep. just came out or something like that, right? We've, we even had a few announcements this week about games like that, so yeah. it's... Cool. Uh, Let's yeah, move we'll on. find more of them as we get through this. Oh, yeah. That's really it for EA. Let's move on right to Microsoft. We had Forza 7. Good. Like Pretty, me. right? Yeah, it's like the Assassin's Creed of racing games, though. Like, I just, I'm tired of them. Yeah, nobody cares. Well, we don't care. I'm sure you guys care. Sorry if you don't agree. Yeah. <laughs> Metro Exodus. Looked cool, but it looked like a shooter. Okay. Well, that's what it is. But, yeah, yeah, it just looked like a generic, not Paul, generic. You, you got to like help man. me with this name. Um, Ori and... Oh, I, I can't remember this one at what's all. The, what's, the, what's the first one called? Ori and the Blind Forest. Yes. Oh, and this, yeah, I think sequel. this is the Will-O-Wisps or something? It's something like that. Either way, these games look absolutely Yeah, it was phenomenal. only a, a cinematic trailer. No really, no real gameplay. But we already know those games are, are gorgeous and they play even better. Yeah, yeah so absolutely. I'm sure it's worth being excited for. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no question. Uh, another cartoony game, Super Lucky Tales. The um, soft conquer copycat. Well, it's like what conquer was supposed to be before Rare or whoever. Was it Rare that made yeah, conquer? Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, before rare. they got all pissed off and it ended up being like a... R-rated game, like because originally it was supposed to be just like another well, collectathon. Was, they had a Game Boy Color game, and he was a super nice squirrel. Yeah, and in Banjo, um, no, Diddy Kong Racing, he was a super nice squirrel as well. Yeah, and then once then he, he got into bad. the element, he, he got real bad. Oh yeah, bad for a day. Okay, after that, we're gonna get into uh, Age of Empires. 
Yeah, like I... I yeah, played that game like it. 20 years ago. It's yeah. one of the first PC games I ever had. And the funny thing is just seeing them remake it, but still with that weird kind of pathing physics of them walking around. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of cool that they're doing that. I guess running on the uh, uh, enthusiasm everybody has for Age of Empires 2 coming back out. It's kind of cool they're doing that. I think it'll be worth the play. Polly, this one's for you. Dragon Ball Z fighting or oh fighting my. Z whatever. Oh, my God. You love, you love anime. I know, and that game looks so fucking good. Oh my god. Cool, let's move right into Bethesda. We have <laughs> Evil, Evil Within 2. Yeah, I saw the trailer. I have no idea what that game's about, but the trailer was fun. Uh, well, I mean, okay, essentially Evil Within is the spiritual successor to Resident Evil. I think one of the major okay. creators from Resident Evil made what? originally made that game, yeah. I love Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah, it was like original Resident Evil. That's what it was supposed to be, and then... It just it got good reviews. It's just not a lot of people bought it. Not a lot of people played it. But it was enough to warrant a sequel. So I think this is going to be a very good game. Sweet. Bethesda, we're going to get back to you. But we're going to move on to Ubisoft. Or Ubisoft, however you say it. Um, first game, Far Cry 5. We already saw so much about it. Yeah. It's, eh, I don't want to waste my breath on it right now. How about the crew, too? Cool concept. Very, very cool concept. I'm actually a little excited for it, in a I sense. love planes. I love flying in video games. Pilot Wings Resort, the, the plane thing, is still one of my favorite little mini-games of all time. I doubt it's going to handle the same way, but it, it's oh. a very cool concept. The fact yeah. that they're going with like all different kinds of vehicles, I think it's very, very cool. Yeah, we got two new South Park games. Yeah, They look very similar to the first one. I don't think we have much to say about it, but... Well, yeah, the fractured butthole is uh, the fractured <laughs> butthole. <laughs> is, yeah, it's just it's the it's a sequel to uh, Stick of Truth. Yeah, it's going to be a great game. We also got Phone Destroyer, a card-based RPG game. It's a cowboy versus Indians. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, oh. I don't I don't see myself playing that one, but fractured butthole, I'm sure I'll download at some point. Yeah, we got a beautiful dance show from uh, Just Dance uh, version. 2018. Oh my god, that was so cringe. I am now into K-pop because of that presentation. But we're moving on to Sony. Uncharted, not worthy of a chunky discussion. However, it looked a lot better than it did last year. <laughs> a lot more variety for like a $40 budget title that's DLC, but you could buy it uh, yeah, standalone. That, that game's $40 because it's going to be like five hours at the most. I that's like my prediction on that. Yeah, sure I know. I'm just fun. that's not I'm an sure uncharted game. You need something with like actual meat, cool. meat and potatoes. This that's one's not only for Polly again. Uh, Destiny Two. Give. We know. You <laughs> know what? Honestly, I can kind of say the same thing. By the way, that's a term that not a lot of people are going to understand unless they're from Toronto. I think it you can tell by the tone. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say Destiny Two. I'm excited for the game, but like, I didn't care at all about that about that showing at all. Monster Hunter World. God, that game looked really good. I completely disagree. But I was so like intrigued. I'm like, what is this game? Like that magical <laughs> essence coming out of the hand leading to the next dinosaur. I have a bit of a story about this. I was watching the uh, the Sony press conference with a friend of mine. Steve, if you're listening, hello. And uh, yeah, we were just kind of watching it. And I'm looking at this game going like, what the hell? Is this like crappy looking? Like not looking, but like it looks like it plays crappily. RPG. And I'm just staring at it going, like, this seems like Monster Hunter. Is this a new Monster Hunter game? It is Monster Hunter. Moving on, Marvel vs. Capcom <laughs> 2. Well, thanks. Have uh, we already had a million uh, of those games? What do you mean 2? Infinite. Whatever. Um, pretty much. <laughs> exactly my sentiments on that. Why can't people get facial <laughs> animations correct anymore? Have you, yeah, what happened those, to that? Those, those cutscenes. Number one, it looks like it was written by fans. 
It was like so fan fiction. Chun Li trying to like ask for the infinity. Like, who? Shut up, Chun Li. <laughs> Call of Duty World War Two. It's cool that they're doing that. We'll see if it's anything. <laughs> that, 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 that's the most I can say about that. It's cool that it's, Call of Duty has become about World War II again after yeah, but it's however a, many years. It's a direct response to Battlefield 1. To me, that's exactly what this game is. It's exactly what it's always going to be in my eyes. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. How's, and that's, how, how's returning to what a franchise originated doing then are just purely a response to a different franchise? Because they realized that people wanted that again. There was like this whole stigma against like going back to the world wars but nobody had ever done world war one so when battlefield one came out everybody's like oh my god nobody cares Activision about call was of like, duty yeah it's all right i'm sure then, people care we don't care yeah fair enough whatever i'm done you get my opinions. point and that is it for a rapid fire discussion everything in nintendo is worthy of talking about we are not a nintendo podcast by the way we talk about all yeah, video games and we're not fanboys either we are definitely not fanboys <laughs> but now we're going to get into the chunkier discussions and mm-hmm. we're going to we're going to go back to ea and we're going to talk about the game anthem oh dude that game looks amazing what a pretty game that is yeah. a, a very pretty looking game that game is and oh god i can't believe i'm even saying this that game is what Des- it looks like what destiny should have been well, it looks like that's how it's kind of played, too, that it's you have the central hub world and then you just go off and do raids in that big um, overworld. I like the um, I like the atmosphere of the game where you can say the world like it's kind of got that Pacific Rim vibe with like a lot of technical, but it's also kind of sort of post-apocalyptic. And it's very lush, though. Yes. Well, yeah, in the outer world and all kinds of the monsters and robots and stuff. I'm, I'm sure it'll yeah. be. Uh, there'll be more explaining what's uh, going on in that game. <laughs> oh my god, Rusty! We're drinking! Uh, but yeah, flying through that cylinder thing, like just flying with the mech thing, super cool. I'm I'm intrigued, and I have no interest in, in, um, in EA. I hate EA. I am EA's huge, the worst. Well, I was going to say, I'm, I'm more of a huge fan that you can like change those mechs on the fly. So this oh, really? is like, yeah, this is like essentially changing your class, again, on the fly. This is perfect. This is exactly what Destiny should, like, try to emulate in some way, shape, or form. Because they have their Titan class, Warlock, Hunter. I don't think they're adding anything else, or at least they haven't announced anything else. But you're locked into that class with that character. And if you want to do something new, you start a new character, which isn't that hard, but then you start from level one again. What this seems like is you're just scaling, Whatever level you are, you should be able to just jump into this new armor set and play the game completely different than what you were doing before. I am a huge fan of that. Well, it's the, the counter to that is like the argument a lot of people made when Diablo 3 came out, which had something relatively similar for the progression of your individual character. It does, to a certain degree, perhaps rob the game of a little bit of replayability because a lot of people enjoy that scrapping starting a new character fresh and then building a new one or even exploring a different arc within the same character subclass or something like that yeah um me personally i like having the versatility but i I guess my concern is we'll have to see how the meta of the game evolves because if it's a game that becomes like very pvp heavy you'll just see people switching on the fly to whatever the best counter possibly is, but it seems to be cooperative only so far. So it would make that model make sense because it gives you the opportunity of, you know, somebody drops out of your party, somebody new drops in, and then you're not stuck with two two healers or whatever, like two mismatched classes. Yeah, no, no, I know exactly where you're coming from with that. It's um, the way they showed it off. Like, I don't think it's going to be a very PvP-heavy game, although that might be an aspect of it because the main thing they showed off and the first thing that they showed off is the fact that this game is co-op. Yeah. So I think that is going to be the main focus, and I am very, very excited for that. 
Great, another co-op game. Prediction, they're going to bring PDP in like in uh, a DLC of that game. That's going to start off co-op and then it's going to be like DLC with your season's pass. <laughs> the freelancer wars when the different factions of freelancers turn against one another. Yeah, okay, I could see that happening. Did I could any, definitely see that happening. Did anybody actually watch the EA press conference? Nope. No, I didn't give enough of a shit. Me neither. Also, like, it was weird. I forgot about it completely because I forgot that Sunday was actually a thing this year. No, I think it was on Saturday. Oh, sorry. That's oh, so it is day five then. Yeah. Well, well, EA is uh, no, no, opted... no, no. It was Sunday. It was Sunday. No, no, for it, was, sure. it was Saturday for sure. EA uh, last year they opted out of E3 and then they just did they do their press conference a day before E3 starts. Technically, they're not part of E3, but they are. Okay, no, because as far as I understood, EA did it on Sunday first before Microsoft. Yeah, on but Saturday, and then Microsoft was Sunday with Bethesda. Okay, got you. Either way, it was Sunday, and I would missed both Microsoft and EA. And like after yeah. seeing what what happened with Microsoft's press event, I was like, oh, okay, that's actually kind of cool. I'm kind of pissed that I missed it. I know I missed it too. I was out. I'm like, oh my god, Microsoft is starting. And I, I always I like to watch the major three at least. You know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. But then like I saw EA, it happened, and I was just like. Like I just didn't care at all. There's at a lot all. of sports games. There's a lot of like a new like new sports lots games. Lots of FIFA, lots new of Battlefront, like just the, the stuff you would expect EA to come out with every single year and they will do so forever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Our next announcement is a hardware announce it, announcement. Xbox One X. Xbox Xbox It's Xbox One Xbox One Xbox One Xbox One Xbox Forever Forever True 4K True 60 frames per 4K second 4K and 60 frames or is it 60 frames at 4K At 4K 4K It was 4K It's 4K 4K Polly 4K yeah. at 60 frames in case you didn't yeah, know Yeah I got you I got you Xbox One X 4K Xbox X what what Guys, I knew <laughs> A new system has been officially announced and showed off. That's exciting, right? It's an upgraded yeah. version of an existing system that has a, I don't know, like it, it's kind of. This is like the it's contentious. If, at the, best. if the PS Pro is like a, the Xbox 4.5, this is the Xbox 1.7.8. You know it's, what I mean? It's, it's a little better than the Pro, but it's, yeah, it's but not, it's still a 0.5. It's like, exactly. In a it's, sense, it's not right? the it's not the next system, which would be the 2.0. It's it's a little over 0.5, but. It's uh, it's 4K. Well, what it's, it's we become the norm now for systems to have a secondary version, even within the same life cycle. So it'll have sort of, and I'm doing air quotes, reverse compatibility. But that's that's the thing now that they're trying to see if they can get the enthusiasts to double down and buy the same system twice. Yeah. Which they will, because a lot of people bought the PS Pro or PS4 Pro. I'm just not excited for it at all. It was the same reason I'm not excited for the or wasn't excited for the PS4 Pro. I think it's I think a bit the whole of a money idea, crap. yeah, I think the whole idea is sour with with gamers. It's not yeah. like it's just more power, which some people like, but as a whole I think it's a negative um a negative vibe from the internet. People are buying it because they feel like they need to buy it. I've heard this a million times from personal friends, people online, you know what I mean, even major gaming outlets. The the way I've heard it is yes I'm buying this thing, no I don't feel like it's worth 499? it. Four ninety nine. Four ninety nine American. How much is uh, PS Pro? Uh, three ninety nine American. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. But this system is true four K. In sixty frames per second. In sixty frames per second. Yeah, and, I just, and what better game to show this off with Minecraft four K? 
It's, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you guys like Minecraft, right? We do. It's just, why Minecraft for the first <laughs> game that you're going to show off for this new, like, graphically fucking gigantic console of yours? You're just like, oh, here's a game about blocks. Yeah, here's a game like, and watch. Here's a game and watch. We know it's a joke. Minecraft in 4K. Is, it, was, it was funny, no? Uh, However, there is a graphical update, an official Microsoft graphical update. For Minecraft? For Minecraft, yeah. For Minecraft. It actually looks good now. They got like real lighting yeah. and uh, bloom effects. I mean, yeah, for my, for Minecraft, it looks good. But I think it's still... I, I'm uh, concerned about the Scorpio Xbox One, Xbox One, Xbox four One, K, four frames per second. Per second. <laughs> um, my concern is I feel... The, these new upper tier consoles are starting to continue to blur the line between the console sphere and the PC sphere. And it's starting to get to the point where if you're spending that much money, why not go the extra mile and actually get a gaming rig that has been capable of doing all of these things, the 4K 60 frame per second, for a long time now. Yeah. And Well, what, what else are they going to do? Yeah, I guess that's the question. That Xbox, better, like, better, PC faster, will always stronger. be ahead, but like at the end of the day, these Xbox and, and Sony, they other than like VR and HoloLens, they their innovation is technology. Yeah, I think a major piece to why it is blurring and it's easier for them to blur the lines with something like this is because now they're using straight up PC parts. Like Sony might as well be going to fucking Newegg and yeah. getting the parts for their console and then building it from there, right? Or Microsoft or whatever it is, right? So with that in mind, essentially you're just buying a medium grade gaming PC yeah. with a different UI. That's all these ga- that's all these systems are these days. I know. I find it funny. I'm looking at my notes right now and and uh, the the highlighted games that we're talking about for Microsoft are two 2D game or two like not really graphically intense games which was Minecraft which we discussed and mm-hmm. uh, Cuphead. Yeah. Yeah. Which- so <laughs> these games are the, like aren't really pushing the Scorpio in any way, but oh my god, Cuphead! But Cuphead in 4K is gonna be fucking gorgeous. Yeah, though. Cuphead yeah, looks sure. so yeah. good. I remember when I uh, first saw that like three E3s ago. It was in a montage uh, snippet, and it was probably like a millisecond. And oh, I yeah. literally like my eyes. I love cartoons. I love old Mickey Mouse stuff. And uh, damn, that game is finally coming out. We have a release date. It is September 29th. Yep. And I can play it. Because I have a computer. Yeah, I was uh, just about to say the yeah. whole Xbox exclusive showing up on PC oh, I'm so deal happy that they for have that. going on. Yeah, that's probably the greatest thing they could have done yeah. for me because now I don't have to buy an Xbox. But isn't that going to make game. it that much? Like, there's, what's exclusive for Xbox One, Xbox One, Xbox One, 4K 60 frames per second? <laughs> <laughs> like, w- w- what's exclusive for? Because I don't think Anthem uh, is. Sea of Thieves. Let's get into a pirate debate right now. Oh, okay. okay. So with that in mind, we do also have to talk about another game. Yep. Which is Skull and Bones uh, by Ubisoft. Yes. yes. Which Two. we're going to get into later. But right now, we're let's uh, let's go head on head. Sea of Thieves versus Skull and Bones. Okay. So there's a big differentiation between these games. In terms of the game style. Exactly. Where Skull and Bones, you are essentially always on your ship. Oh, really? So you're controlling a fleet. It's all naval combat. Well, no, you're controlling a ship. Well, oh, sorry. Yes, you're controlling a ship within a fleet. 
Yes. So you have about what five ships for the fleet? Yeah. So it's like a, it's a it's a team game, but it's all naval combat. Cool. So you're always in a ship. You captain your own ship. It almost looks identical in terms of layout and the way it functions to uh, if you're playing Assassin's Creed Black Flag. But they've turned same in, team, I think. Uh, well, oh no, so, no 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 my bad. Well, it is still Ubisoft, so they have all the uh, yeah they got all those general. assets and so on. But it's you control an entire ship and you're going around going against a rival team also of ships. For both in combat, but also to collect as much treasure to win the game. So it's a multiplayer, competitive, ship-battling game. Okay. Exactly. Where Sea of Thieves, on the other hand, is kind of like that. And it's made by Rareware. Which is awesome. Which is the best. Yeah, I I miss Rare. Uh, But I was going to say, so it it looks more like there is going to be a cooperative mode instead of a PvP mode with this game. Yeah, it's like an online multiplayer um, co-op game. Exactly, exactly. Now, I don't know if there is a PvP mode or not, but essentially the big difference outside of that is that you are playing one person on a ship. Which to me is not only much more realistic, but seems way more fun. Because you get to control the ship or certain parts of the ship with your friends, which is more pirate-oriented in my eyes. Yep. Instead of having a fleet of pirate ships, which is ridiculous. In my, you know what I mean? I just don't, I don't see it. But, I mean, fair enough. And then on top of that, you get to get out of the ship. You know, go, like, exploring for treasure in caves or in sunken ships where you can, like, dive down into the water. Or who knows what else. There's going to be normal enemies. There's going to be mythical enemies. Like, if you grab a piece of treasure, it's going to be a la... I don't know, Indiana Jones or something like that, where like skulls will pop up out of the ground or some mythical creature or something will happen and it's going to trigger a booby trap. To me, that seems way more fun. Yeah. Way more fun. I I would say I'd agree with you on that in terms of the gameplay. They seem to have a lot more variety um, in, uh, what was it, Bay of Thieves? Sorry, I forgot what. Sea of Thieves. Thieves. Uh, In Sea of Thieves versus uh, what I saw in Skull and Bones. Like when I first saw Skull and Bones, I got super excited because I thought perhaps it was going to be much like. What people kind of sort of hope for in playing Black Flag being a pirate exploration adventure game where you're the captain of a ship but getting rid of all the kind of assassin stuff stapled on on top of it. But then you mm. find out it's just purely this naval combat game, which seems kind of shallow. Like, I don't, I, I could yeah. see it getting very boring very fast, even though, yes, the ships are different and there's definitely an inherent like meta and play style and strategic, uh, strategic element to it. But I see the. Um, um, sea of Thieves being a lot more interesting in terms of the gameplay, the exploration. The art direction. Oh, like, yeah. You know, I Although, like the art direction, but some of that looked just very, like, low poly static. Poly. Yeah, okay, like, looked like, a, like a, a generation a, old. Okay. Way more than that. That looked like an up PS2 game at times. Like, yeah. It was just, you know what, I'm fine with it because that game is probably pre-alpha. I mean, Skull and Bones was as well, and that game look, looks fantastic. But you never know how that's going to change. I know. Sea of Thieves, they, they showcased last year at E3, so I think it's very far, far along. I don't think it's pre-alpha. No, no, but I mean, like, alpha means, like, the first full build of the game is done. I don't think it's done yet. Okay. Do we have a release date on that? I should know. I don't. Uh, um, no, I don't either, but I'm more excited for that than I am for Skull and Bones. So uh, we have a uh, uh, Sea of Thieves for Polly. Oh, RZ? hell yeah. I'm going to say Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves wins. Yay! All right, so that's basically it for Microsoft. Um, we've gone through the games in our um, Fire Rapid Roundup. We've gone through our chunky discussions with Cuphead, Minecraft, Scorpio, or Xbox what? One, Xbox One. Whatever. <laughs> 60 frames per second, 4K. Xbox One, Xbox One, Xbox One. And Sea of Thieves. Um, so we've, we've covered it all. Um, do you guys want to give it a grade? Do you guys want to go by number system or um, letter system? 
like for Microsoft yeah, in general? For the, for the for the Microsoft press conference. I'll, I'll, honestly, I'll give them a solid 7.5 7. on this 5. one. Yeah. Okay. They they had some original shit to show. I'm pretty actually I'm pretty surprised. Yeah, I was going to give them a B, so I, uh, have we agreed on numbers? Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, I'm not doing do the math, it's so... the same thing. Yeah, I'll go with B. B. I'm very... I'm very let's all have different B. systems. Let's, no, let's no, make no. this extra confusing. <laughs> Fuck you guys. We're going with the letter system. <laughs> I'm going to give them three and a half stars. So Dude, RC, that, that'd, be a... like, that'd be the ideal. If one of us does stars, one does letter grades, one does percentages. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would give the, like I, I would say that's a pretty solid showing. You know, whether or not you're excited for the Scorpio or not, but just based on the sort of consensus I've seen, um, I'm a little concerned. But we'll we'll see we'll see how things go. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a B as well. I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah. they had some interesting like it, yeah. new IPs. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of potential there. Um, because I just thought of this right now. Let's uh, go back to EA. Oh, let's give it a letter grade. Ooh, I don't know. I can't. I didn't watch it. So <laughs> what's that? What's that grade you get when you don't finish a course? Like did not, <laughs> like did not attend or whatever. Like just yeah, it's one of those. It's just an, a straight up NA. I, I I guess just give them like like D plus. Just like you, you, you did what you needed to do. Just like <laughs> yeah, get out of here. <laughs> just move it along. Let's, move it along. Can we all go with D plus. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna put a D plus for everybody. Yeah, I'm just fine like with that. yeah, you, you did what you had to do. Move it along. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, actually, let's let's maybe let's be nice and because of Anthem falling under Bioware, C minus. Okay, let's, let's, let's be nice. To, uh, let's be nice. Yeah, or is that, fine, or is that what got enough. them from a D to a D plus? <laughs> no, no, I'm cool with the C minus. All right, let's be okay. Nice. Moving on to Bethesda, yep. the games that stood out to us. Mm-hmm. Um, Wolfenstein Two. Oh my god! Yeah, that looks. I I love how they've built this po- this alternate future history. Um, like I like I'm a big fan of. Just that concept in general, like I, I very much enjoyed like Man in the High Castle, if you know what I'm talking about, which is much more down to earth. Mm-hmm. But how they have this alternate future where Nazis took over, and at the same time it's this very super technical. Like there's all kinds of this extra new technology, like almost like borderline on like steampunk. I guess you can call it like techno pump kind of aesthetic that they've got going on there. Um, and I love the world that they're building. And this is a, this is a game that was basically Wolfenstein with pictures. Sorry, uh, was Doom with pictures of Hitler on the it walls. Was, yeah. And yeah, now yeah. has become something like totally has has like grown legs on its own. Like I never thought that the reboot of this franchise could lead them to the direction that they're going right now. Well, previously they were kind of like a Call of Duty ripoff, but in the recent years, especially with the last reboot and this one, like you said, they kind of like got their own legs. Yeah, that and, last um, reboot really changed things for Yeah, them. it has a new sense of humor. I saw one scene that really stood out. It was uh, one of the soldiers was tripping out, and there was a little 2D animated uh, lizard, and he was, like, tripping out, and it was, like, yeah. <laughs> it looked so cool. It's such a, a good sense of humor. The gameplay looks fantastic. Um, I haven't played it. Maybe I probably won't, but I, I'm excited for it. It looked good. It, 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 look it good. looked good. You guys yeah. going to buy I it? Was, uh, well, I mean, it, maybe. I, I'll see when I'll we'll have to get a PC comes. that's yeah, capable of pumping out that kind of horsepower first. It was very pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the way that I viewed this game, because, I mean, I had only watched the trailer once, um, it kind of reminded me of, like, Bioshock mixed with, like, a little bit of Ratchet & Clank with, like, the gun and weapon orientation. Oh, I thought for a second you were going to say... a little bit of Call of Duty with, like, you know, the action stuff, like, the the executions and that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? I thought you were going to say the uh, the aesthetic because it's still that sort of mid-century thing that's also very uh, um, iconic of Bioshock. 
Oh, but, I, I may have figured out a, uh, a a piece of terminology to describe that. Um, look, the, the look. I'm just going to call it neo vintage because let's be honest, that's exactly what it is. Oh my god, there's a word for it, what you would call Art Deco. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like that yeah, that yeah. mid century Art Deco kind of. Um, aesthetic, but also mixing in all the heavy technology. And I, I do very much feel yeah. that Bioshock vibe. But in terms of the gameplay, too, yeah, it does. It is very reminiscent with the sort of two-handed um, oh, yeah. maneuvering, maneuvering around. Yeah, no, I'm actually I'm very excited for it, and I didn't expect to be because I saw Wolfenstein. And I was like, oh, again, well, Wolfenstein's a classic title. It's it's in our roots. We used to play it on DOS. I know it's I a know. classic it title, just... but it had that first reboot, which was. Meh. But then the more recent wave of reboots that yeah. really well, turned not, it around. Not every game can be a Nintendo franchise, so. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's give it to Bethesda <laughs> because they're. I I'm going to give them credit for this. They took Doom. And then and made put it, it on every platform. It doesn't yeah. matter, no, no, man. Just, they made it. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get into Skyrim in a minute. Oh yeah, honestly. <laughs> but no, but like they just they made Doom good again. Mm, After yeah. how many tries, and then Bethesda's just like, whatever, we got this, bro, and then ran with it. And now that they're doing Wolfenstein again, I'm looking. I'm just like, you know what? I'm cool with this. I'm happy. Whatever. Do what you got to do. Make this game good. Who made Doom and Wolfenstein? Bethesda. So they're like that. No, that oh, you though. mean originally? Originally, yeah. Oh, I can't remember. Did Doom was id Software, I think it was called. I think they, that sounds so very familiar. I don't know who made rights? Wolfenstein. I don't know if it was the same it or a competitor. It had to be the same. Was it also? It was the same I, engine. It was the same engine, but it might not have been the same developer. It doesn't matter. Either way, Bethesda is breathing new life into these two franchises. Speaking I'm of breathing excited. life into new franchises, Skyrim. <laughs> uh, it's I'm on the Skyrim on my fucking microwave. I'm getting Skyrim on my fridge. Now, if we had the predictions episode, which someone was late to and it didn't happen, Paulie. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Um, my, one of my predictions would have been correct, and Skyrim would have been using uh, Amiibo functionality. Um, I, I did say Zelda, but oh, I also yeah. said Samus. I, I, I was expecting a lot more costumes in my prediction, but we got a, a link. Amiibo. Yeah, that, that, was a cute, that was a cute little uh, add-on there. And the motion controls look interesting because they don't look one-to-one, like, tactical in that way. They look almost like, like they're gestures. Like, like you can Twilight sort of, Princess, which was horrible. Not waggle physics, but I think it's that you can map controls to different gestures. Okay. I, I'm hoping that's what it means to give you that sort of level of customization. I think that's a cool idea to have that in, in addition to having the various buttons that you could do various gestures to do things. But I do really hope that they bring in gyro aiming. Uh, they, gyro aiming they, would they be showed huge. that with oh, okay, the bow so and arrow. It is clearly yeah. gyro aiming. Okay, good. Okay, well that's I, I'm cool with that. It's just the whole like if for the motion controls, why not just make it a part of like Connect and or PlayStation Move for well, last generation? Skyrim right? was also announced for PlayStation VR, another port. Yeah, yeah, and that does use the Move controllers. Yeah, so there so you go. So enough. I guess they're they they might be using the Switch and that they might be like collaborating or. Who knows? But I'm, I'm sure the motion yeah. controls will be optional for the Switch. I don't think it's going to oh, be sure. tacked on yeah, like it's Bethesda. Their PCM, like Skyward Sword, <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, yeah, 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 not Skyward Sword, but yeah, like no, Skyward Twilight Sword Princess. Was, uh, it was no, built for motion. No, I was going to say Twilight yeah. was tacked on. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, so we uh, there was also like Quake Champions and Elder Scrolls Online and all that other stuff, which we really have no merits to discuss. Cool. But um, Bethesda, let's give it a grade. Ooh, honestly. Evil Within 2, Wolfenstein 2, no, um, they, they Doom, did. Fallout VR. Oh, yeah. No, no. They did what I love when companies... like it, it, They did something I love at E3 for their press conference. And that's just, hey, guys, 
We're here at E3. This is what we got for you. Bam, game, bam, game, bam, game. Like over and over and over and over. People it's were, perfect. Were, a lot of people were really upset that they're charging for mods now. So when I, after the presentation, I went on Reddit and people were pretty outraged. Yeah, I mean, Steam already tried to do that and it failed horribly. So I don't see it going well. Okay. But besides but, that, what do we think? I would I would give them a C plus. Like we we we've got some pretty good stuff on there, Wolfenstein and so on. But at the same time, no major announcement for the future of Elder Scrolls other than MMO and the continuing of porting to, of Skyrim to everything, and no like no content for Fallout as far as I know. Hmm. And Maybe so saving it. those are their main two franchises, and nothing at E three. They, they uh, might have a, a new Vegas esque style game coming where it'll be built on the same platform or sorry engine as four, but will essentially be a new game. So you never really know, right? Yeah, well, it just the. I would have expected something at E3 of either of those two, at least advancing either of those two franchises. But yeah. we know, like, Elder Scrolls Six isn't even in development, which is kind of a shame. Yeah, it is. And now that they're pushing Skyrim so heavily, I feel like they're, like, way far off on Skyrim it. Skyrim is Elder Scrolls Five. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're milking that game real good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah which... Yeah. I mean, I'm encouraging because I will probably buy it again. I haven't played it since Vanilla on the Xbox, and that was, what, seven years ago? Um, almost. So, I, like, I, I'm, it's due for a replay. Did you guys see concerned. the Switch version in the, in the press conference? No. Yeah. Did it look better? I would say it looks better than 360 Vanilla. Okay. Well, I mean, that makes sense. The Switch is more powerful. Yeah. But I was going to say, considering everything, I'm still giving them... I'm going to give them a B-. minus. Poly B-. minus. I'm going to give them just a regular C. Okay. That was good. I don't really care. <laughs> the lowest out of the bunch from Rusty. Damn. Interesting. Well, like I, I don't know. Like uh, they looked good, but like I see okay. like my general it's, like. Maybe I'm being care. too nice. They just they got bumped. Guys, up all I want to do is talk about it, Nintendo. Yeah, let's, let's <laughs> yes, yes. Calm down. Oh, I'm and I still saying, have to suffer through Sony. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Speaking hey. of Nintendo, we have a little taste of it. Actually, a big taste of it. Yeah. Next is Ubisoft. Oh God. Yeah, that's gonna be. Oh, oh my that God. Was, that was you know what? It was a good press conference. Yeah, I liked it. Such a great press Solid show. Miyamoto guest appearance with a bullet bill blaster. Yeah. Yeah, give me more of that. Mm -hmm. When was the last time we saw Miyamoto on stage? Uh, Apple announcing oh, yeah, that Apple thing. which was yeah, probably yeah. Oh, yeah, about enough. eight okay. months ago. Yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> Screw you and your facts. But yeah, I loved how awkwardly they like... Blasted the crowd, blasted each other, and they kind of like went shoulder to shoulder, did a little pose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, just, there's something so Western about the whole marketing campaign for this game. Am I the one who kind of feels this way? Like, like the hair metal in the trailer, and it just kind of. <laughs> I, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a little bit off-putting to me. That just I, I'm a little concerned that maybe the, the, that this is going to be one of those games that just kind of makes a franchise look stupid in the end. I disagree. I, I, I saw a lot of it uh, during uh, tre Treehouse, Nintendo's press conference, that thing. I think the game looks fucking fantastic. Can I just say that when you said Western, for some reason, my mind went to, like, spaghetti Western. Like, they were advertising it in a Western theme, and I was like, what? No, no. no but it's, it's, you say Western, but it's actually uh, being developed by Davide in Italy, uh, Italy Western. Milan. Like, what? Oh, the, I get, oh, fair yeah, enough. Like, Europe is considered Western. But for the first time, yeah, Mario is being developed In comparison by, to Japan, anyways. What, actual Italians? Yeah, so Davide, Davide <laughs> called Mario Super Mario, and, like, okay. it's actually being developed by an Italian. Oh, my God, when Miyamoto called called out to Davide in the crowd, like, the guy started tearing up. It was 
the sweetest moment. I, I saw a bunch yeah. of interviews with Davide, and he's just so passionate about this game. He's like, it's been my lifelong dream to work for Nintendo, and I actually have the keys to the to the kingdom. Yeah, it's and, huge. Uh, and it shows. This game has a lot to prove. This game could potentially be huge bucks for Ubisoft. It could lead into sequels. It could be a franchise of its own. This game better be good, and I, I think Ubisoft knows that, and I think, I think it will be. I think it will be, too. Honestly, I think everything I've seen about this game has been all aces. I have one stupid little nitpicky thing about it princess peach rabbit oh, oh my god, god. i love her. no oh my god it's She's... like the most annoying character i have probably ever seen in my life well the rabbits they're they're annoyed no 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 but rabbits are like fun annoying like the, the stu- all she does is walk around and take selfies that is her <laughs> whole shtick it's gonna get old in three minutes and it She's, did for me um She's in love with Mario. Mario. Yeah. yeah. Mario. Mario. Wow. But yeah, Donkey Kong. Uh, Rabbit Kong. Oh, that oh, yeah, was the awesome. Giant one. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. yeah no, and no, the I'm... game is so pretty. Like, it, it looks really nice. The clouds going over. It just, I don't know. The I funny thing it. is we still don't know a lot about it. Like, there's still so much to be, not Ask necessarily question, revealed. I've seen a lot of the treehouse segments. Well, fair enough. I mean, how, well, how deep is the gameplay? I watched uh, each round takes about 15 to 30 minutes per round. Um, okay, I, I that's saw them, good. I saw them play the Donkey Kong boss, and they were getting wrecked. Yeah, but are there classes, or do all the characters play the same? Is it There's because of the weapon tree. types? Uh, each character has a, a sphere tree or a, a, a skill tree. Okay. And it's kind of cool. You could actually, like... Pick things in your skill tree, and then you could like take them back. So you could always you could always like build your character differently. They're not. It's mm, never really respect. locked in. Okay. So it's a little more accessible for. It's a Mario. Yeah, game. it's, it's like it's like a um. It's kind. Of, it's like XCOM except uh, a little Don't more say acceptable. For kids. Yeah, I was about to say for kids. Yeah, I was gonna but, say, but a little a little bit more acceptable or uh, a little easier of an entry level. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, very very excited for this game. Very. Yeah. And uh, the the composer is the ukulele guy, Banjo Kazooie guy as well. Oh, nice. Okay, not, so not we David Wise, the other one. Got you. Either way, we're going to be getting good music then. Yeah. Yeah. And it's coming out August 29th. Yeah, knew that it's going to be soon because the leak. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll get back to my monotone. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were joking about doing an assassination off of a pyramid, but we know what's going to happen. Oh, 100%. You're going to have to scale the side of that freaking pyramid and stand at the top and just wait. Well, there will like be many, guard. many a pyramid. One thing about this <laughs> oh, game. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know if you guys notice it, but the 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 animations are so robotic. I do I show the say that. Watch it slowly. I like I nitpicked it. Currently I, I'm out of a job and uh <laughs> I, I have a lot of free time on my hands right now. So I've been like watching Treehouse Live and these press conferences like it's my job. Um that game is choppy as fuck. Yeah, but it's Assassin's Creed, so I'm not surprised at all. Look, this is the thing. I've never been a fan of Assassin's Creed to begin with. I'm not a fan of Assassin's Creed now. Everything that game has done has been like Cool, but like I don't really give enough of a shit about it. Yeah, you now know this what I mean. Is the same team as Black Flag. So if and you Black played... Flag was one of the best ones in years. That's it, what it was I've probably heard. Probably like tied for my favorite with Assassin's Creed Two, and so I'm, I'm sure it will be a very legit game. Is it going to be? Show, is it going to show us anything that Assassin's Creed hasn't really shown us before? That's exactly my point. It just looks like a bunch of the same, but now they're in Egypt. Like, and now there's a bird that could scout for you. I don't think that I don't think the other shout out to it. Claire, aka, Egyptian. AKA <laughs> Dots, who's sitting on the couch 
playing. You may remember dots from our, our previous tell. shows. Yeah. I'm very excited for the new Assassin's <laughs> Creed because she's Egyptian. <laughs> Thank yes. you, thank, thank you, Dots. <laughs> you heard it from Dots. Uh, shall we move on? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Please, God, yes. <laughs> our next game is an original title from our home, Toronto. Oh this is yeah, Ubisoft Toronto's first game. Yep. And God, it looks good. The title is uh, Starlink's Battle for Atlas. It looks. Great. It looks like a Saturday morning cartoon. Like, it's so cute. It looks like the animation was done by DreamWorks for, like, the CG scenes and the character models and but stuff. But the art direction, it's like these, these yeah, like, abstract... Oh, man, it kind of looks like No Man's Sky, but, like, a, a nicer version. So It's just, No Man's Skylanders. Exactly. <laughs> that joke has been made many oh, times. I just, came up, I just came up with it I just now. Care. I was going to say, I just heard it for the first time right now. That is fucking awesome. Yeah. How do you well, feel? I came up with it organically. I didn't get it from anywhere. <laughs> I guess it's not that clever. <laughs> How do you feel about another Toys to Life game? Is there room for the market? Not, is, not in no. my closet. I got yeah. Are you guys still buying Amiibo? Yes, but that's because Amiibo has functionality across Only many Only because I just games. happen to be at Walmart and they're half price. <laughs> that and I love Nintendo characters, and I'm sorry. And that's, that's a major reason to why I'm buying Amiibo. I'm not using them in games. I just want them to have them. Yeah, there was a dark age of Amiibo when like a million Animal Crossing characters came out. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, now yeah. I think, I think and they, they will be on clearance forever. Yeah. yeah. I'm worried about that one aspect. I don't know why they decided to do that when literally the only one that has been successful... Or Skylanders. Shows. Yeah, and even Skylanders is going down. Disney Infinity was <laughs> failed horribly. Yeah, and now it's but gone. It was a success <laughs> for the people who loved it. Like I was to speculate wildly, I would say that I don't think when the Nintendo pitched this to all the stores and all the distributors and something, I don't think those distributors like your Walmarts, your Best Buys of the world really saw a lick of difference between an Animal Crossing amiibo and a Nintendo oh, or like a, and a Smash Brothers amiibo and didn't realize that nobody gives a shit about <laughs> Animal Crossing <laughs> to the level or collectively there is not not enough shits given compared to the amount of shits given for that first wave and all the Smash Brothers stuff. Exactly. Which is why every time you'll go anywhere in any sort of retail, you just see Animal Crossing amiibos everywhere, and they can't move them because nobody wants them, and that in itself probably could have entirely killed amiibo. Now, do you think this will happen to Starlink toys? Uh, it's hard to say. I think yes, because I think unless they start pushing a shit ton of functionality across multiple platforms and or games or whatever, yeah. it's going to be useful for a very short period of time. And then just sit on somebody's shelf, and nobody's going to want to go out and buy more. Well, one of the developers was talking, and he's like, instead of going into menus and everything, it makes it so much more, um, it's a smoother transition from switching out your items and stuff. Yeah, and that you or have to it? pay for. That's, that's like that's like the biggest piece to this. It's like, okay, cool, you made like a crazy synergized system that yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. hey, efficiency, but also you got to pay an extra like $15. Do you think you can get by with just like the Amiibo, the, the, the toys that it comes with? And that's what think? I would hope that they would. Yes. Like I would personally, I would say the better way to go is just to have a bunch of different sets. That way it's almost like buying a Lego set and a game. So what uh -huh. you already have, you have multiple combinations. If it only comes with one set, the one that bundled with the system, and it's a full price game, and then you auto you like it's kind of assumed you have to buy more of them to really enjoy yourself. I, I feel like that might be a it's, it's not just that. Then sorry to cut problem. you off there. Sorry about that. Um 
it's something I noticed right away when I was first watching that trailer is that the one of the things they showed was, oh, this enemy has like fire powers. Oh, fire attacks don't work on this. We got to swap this out for a nice one. Yeah. And it's just like, now that's okay, fine. but are you going to put like the weakness and strength system behind a paywall for this game? That's fine because if some enemies you can't beat with the base set, you just skip over them. I'm cool with that. But if areas are unlocked or locked and you still have to buy extra stuff to unlock that area, that's when you'll piss me off. But we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It just, it, it, I it hope core, it's good. It looks cool. It's an interesting concept. We'll see what they do with it. I, I don't see myself buying into it. Like it's, I, I like as I look at my closet, literally bursting with amiibo right now. It's a full uh -huh. ass cabinet. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna take a picture of that for the Instagram page. Mm -hmm. Yeah, please do. Mm. Now uh, the next announcement is uh, a game that they said would not be at E3, but of course it was. Mm hmm. Beyond Good and Evil 2. Oh my god! Uh, uh. <laughs> what are they gonna uh, fuck with us for? Yeah, seriously. What, what, what? Like it's so unnecessary. And it's just a trail. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's if they turned around and said, hey, just kidding. And by the way, it's coming out this year, people go nuts. It's just like, we said we're not gonna show you a trailer, but then we showed you a trailer. Aren't we such scamps? Aren't we so devilish? I think they're nowhere near finish that game i think they just begun i think they they spent oh, they, all I'm their time sure they mentioned that i think they, they spent all their time making this intro trailer? cgi trailer <laughs> and then they came out crying like get over yourselves look the, the whole thing is and don't get me wrong because i loved beyond good and evil i played it late i played it when they made it for ps3 that remaster so i did get onto the the bandwagon later on but i loved that game i loved the characters i loved the world they were in it was awesome and now, although it's somewhat similar, it is. It is now a prequel to this game with Why? none of the existing exactly with none of the existing characters. So this this game better have damn meaning to this fucking series. Well, I think oh, wait, we saw wait, Jade's mom. Oh, that's who that. I is. think okay. so. We don't know, but she had the same eyes. Okay, then that's what I'm saying. As long as there is a true reason to turn this into a prequel for the first time that we've seen this franchise in what 15 years, if yeah. not even longer. I mean, from the original release, obviously. Yeah. For PS2, it was probably even 20 years ago. Yeah, I'd like the to see Ubisoft um, re-release it on the eShop or any any shop, any online console shop in HD. Um, I never played it, and I really want to. You you have a PS3? Go get it on that. No. Okay. Oh, so, so you just like hard backpedaled on that? Honestly, I, I hate having a lot of systems out. I have one system on me right now. It's my Switch. I just don't want all my systems out. Number one, I don't have a fucking home. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> fucking homeless. It's not like you're living in a fucking cardboard box. Yeah, you're living in a lovely yeah. house with your parents. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, anyways. I'm okay. just saying meaning. That's it. I agree, and I think that trailer was fantastic. It was beautiful. It was uh it was funny, maybe a little The monkey was annoying. I there was a lot of the, a lot of F bombs. Like it was trying very hard to be edgy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And again, like it was like I don't know, that that British gangster character always somehow gets under my skin. I don't know why. So when the monkey was that character, and I was just like, yeah. oh, fine. But uh, Michael Ancel is making it. He made, um, his last game was Rayman Legends, one of the best platformers ever made. Oh, yeah, of course. According to people, not me. Uh, it's Dude, it's up there. <laughs> it Come it on. is good. I'll give him that. But it's not better than Donkey Kong. No, I know. I know, I know. I'm just saying. Either way, look, I'm getting back to my original point with this, this thing, just... 
Give me a game that has meaning to this series. Give me something that has worked to this franchise. That's all I care about. I don't give a fuck about the characters anymore because they're all brand new. I don't give a fuck about the world because I know it's going to be somewhat similar to the original one. I have they have faith. a basis. Do it. I have faith in this team. I, uh, in this team, I think it will be good. Let's grade Ubisoft. Ooh. I'm giving them an A. I thought, really? I thought it was fucking fantastic. On the basis of what? Uh, Mario Rabbids, I am in love with. And it's coming out so soon. It's not like, oh, here's a game and it's never coming out. You, you're giving us a, a great title, a great crossover. And uh, it's coming out at, uh, in, a, in a couple months. I'm, um, stuck, I'm stuck between an A- and a B plus. I don't know where to Hold on, to put R- on asked me why. Uh, we got two South Park games, one for mobile. Another South Park. I love the first one. I know I'll love the second one. That's two games I want to play. Starlink, a brand new IP made in Toronto for the Switch, and um, Beyond Beyond and Evil had a, like it was it was a cool surprise. Everybody loved it. A good reaction. I thought it was a fantastic conference, uh, press show, whatever they're called. I'm going A minus. I'm gonna say B minus personally. Really? Yeah. Why? I just I, there, there's. They had a really cool trailer for Beyond Good and Evil, which I'm excited for, but it doesn't really say anything about the game. And considering that game has not existed for 15 years, I need to see something more tangible for me to get my hype up. It's really cool that they're doing that, but I'm I'm very reserved about that. I I, I feel like similar for Rabbids. Like I feel like this game is destined to be like a, like a solid seven, and I'm going I'm probably going to buy it. I would love to play it, but I just I. I have a weird negative feeling about that that it's just not going to go well. We'll see. Yeah. We will see. I'm going to counter-argue this (laughs) with a point because that's what you do when you argue something. (laughs) But (laughs) Ubisoft, Ubisoft, whatever, they've made RPGs in the past and they've nailed them. I'm cool with them making an RPG system for this game. Mind you, fine, fair enough. I don't think they've really done anything really truly strategy-oriented like a Final Fantasy Tactics or an XCOM or something like that. But considering that Nintendo is behind this project 100%, and on top of that, Ubisoft has already shown their worth with making an RPG... I got high hopes for it. And I'm not cool. only that, we got Miyamoto on stage. Um, I'm a big fan of the just dance presentations. I love to dance, and that was really uh, fun to see. I got new songs on my uh, Shazam, Jamiroqua, uh K-pop. Oh, I yeah. really enjoyed this presentation. And back to RZ's um, trailer for Beyond and Evil 2. I fucking, like Metroid Prime 4, we got a fucking JPEG, and the world blew up. That got a fucking, like, a beautiful two-minute long teaser. teaser, and like... It was good enough, you know what I mean? They did it a lot better than Metroid Prime 4 did. Yeah, 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 I agree. I, I definitely agree. So I stand by my A+. Um, now let's move on to Sony. Or did you want to rebuttal? Uh, I, 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 like, what I'll just say at the end of the day is I, like, I, I thought it was a solid showing, but, uh, like, the um, uh, Skylanders in Space... I think it's going to be like a very shallow, probably a kiddie game based on that's what the marketing is. I think it's made for 14-year-olds, to be honest. I think it's made for like 12, (laughs) 10-year-olds. I I think think that's really where that aim is. I I, hope not. I don't think that's what I'm going to be playing. Assassin's Creed, I'm sure it will continue to be solid Assassin's Creed fair. Beyond Good and Evil, it's great that they released that. And maybe I feel like I'm a little bit critical, but... Um, I, I and I, I I did sort of note when I was talking about that trailer the juxtaposition of how hype I am for Metroid Prime Four, 
it's it's more of for Metroid Prime Four. I kind of know what I'm getting, and I know Do Nintendo you? can. Uh, Three they, wasn't good. Well, Three was all right. Yeah, but it's, it's not as good as Prime One. Like, yeah, that that series isn't perfect. We can't guarantee Four will be good. Yeah, Retro's not even making it. But sorry, we're gonna get into that. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get into that specifically. But I'm not like if you're just gonna put every single thing one to one. Like I really enjoyed the trailer. In fact, that was one of the things I I liked the most. But I guess with it being so much time between, I guess what's doing it at the end of the day is skepticism more than anything else enough, yeah. of what they're um, of what they actually put out of their effort into it. And I think that's what's changing things right now and what's swaying my opinion. That I'm very skeptical about Beyond Good and Evil Two, and I'm expecting this game to be like a 2010 release at the rate that those wheels are moving. And the Mario and the Rabbids thing is just sort of first impressions. There's just something off about that game to me. Well, because uh, it's not made by Nintendo. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I also want to point out the passion that everybody had. Like, we had developers crying on stage. Like, it was it was really cute. And maybe it's because I didn't actually watch it myself. I just watched the trailers. Okay, maybe I'm enough. missing yeah. a little bit of that I magic. I think we're grading these things based on the whole presentation. Yeah. The theatrics. Yeah, see, I didn't watch any of the presentations. I just watched the trailers and did okay, my well, research Well, the trailers are, are the meat and potatoes yeah. of it, but everything else um next we have sony and nintendo i think we're gonna save those two for after the break we're already running a little late oh, we're, we're running a lot late so uh, guys yeah. this is this is probably going to be a, a super extended episode just so i'm sure they could three everybody i'm sure they could see if they're looking at how the minutes remaining yeah that is a fair point <laughs> um in fact they have a better it. idea of how long this is going to go than we do right now <laughs> here we go And we're back. Hi. This is our E3 discussion. Let's get into Sony. Oh, God, yeah. All okay, right. I have, I'm going to take a nap now. Oh, I have, I have <laughs> thoughts. I have thoughts on this fucking press conference. Oh, boy, do I ever. There was, no, there was very minimal pr- uh, human presence. Um, the, who's, the, who's the president? What's his name? Oh, uh, Sean Layton. Sean Layton. Now, what was the other guy before? Oh, God, what was his name? He was way better. You know what? This guy's growing on me. Really? He's got a very natural, like, he's never awkward. He, he knows what to say. He's quick. He's witty. But neither was the last guy, and he was a little more charismatic in my eyes. I know, but then when this new guy came, I was like, who is this guy? He looks like an evil villain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he totally does. He totally does. But now, you know what? I, he's growing on me, and I really, really enjoy him. He's got a very good presence. I, I don't know. To me, he seems a little monotonic. Eh. You know? He reminds me of... Um, uh, Ah, never mind. Uh, so last year, Sony had a really good press conference. Last, like, three years, Sony had a really good but press conference. But either way, conference. last year was different because they, they took a backseat on humans, and it was mostly gameplay. Yeah. And this year, they took that to the next level, and it was like a Cirque du Soleil presentation. They had people for Days Gone. They had people hanging, the zombies. Um, they had fog. They had fire. It was very cinematic. It was. It also was a little tacky, though, with that in mind. It was very artistic. It took itself way too seriously. Yeah. Now, the problem I had with this, if you were at the presentation and you watched it, cool. But when they were showing demos and showing trailers, they would go oh, from direct yeah. feed and then they would just show you the screen to show all like the cool fog effects. I'm like, hey, I don't want to see these fucking fog effects. Take me back to the direct feed because I'm watching it. Yeah, like at the end of the day, like Sony was that company that said it's all about the game. 
it's all about the gamers and it's all about the game. And, and then they're like delivered. cutting back and being like, oh, fog effects. Oh, look at these people that were like fucking hanging acrobatically to look like fucking corpses. Like, I get it, but it was it was completely unnecessary. It was cool. It was just the only the only like the, the only bad part is it took away from my my direct feed gameplay. But um, yeah. And they took themselves way too seriously. It's like, you guys are like a video game company. Like, I get this whole video games are art discussion, but that was like so like 10 years ago. Video games are supposed to be fun and entertaining. This they was... can be both. Yeah, Journey well, is a perfect both. example. Journey is a perfect example. But it was it's... it was a fun game. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It can be both. It needs to be both. If a game's not fun, it, you shouldn't be playing it. Yeah. I just think they went way too on the artsy side and uh, less on the fun side. Mm. Why Fair don't enough. we get into the games? Yes. yes. Um, Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Uncharted, we got Sing into our yes. uh, fire yes. rapid roundup. No, um, I refuse. <laughs> uh, th- then they went into Days Gone, a game by Sucker Punch who made... Oh, wait, um, is it Sucker Punch? Oh, I don't know. That's, no, 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 no. Okay, yeah. So me and Rusty were kind of talking about this before. I, I This is getting right into my point about this game. When I first saw it last year, it looked kind of boring and like... So this is linear a, and this, it, this is not linear. This is an open world. Yes. Last year it was advertised as an open world zombie game. Yeah, but it was how cool. but it's how they like held your hand. We're just like the zombies are chasing you. You only have one way to run. Oh, you go into a building. Now you only have one way to run. Oh, you're going to climb these stairs. How cool. And it's just like the same thing and you're looking you're just like okay, like I get it, but it's another zombie game which I'm already bored with, and I now thought, this looks boring. And eh. I thought this was the Last of Us when it first showed. I, yeah, I could see that. It looks, it looks identical. That. Like most of these games, um, Days Gone, God of War Two, or God of War whatever, they all look like they're made by Naughty Dog. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like it, there's so many games that look like, like even when I was seeing um, the Evil Within. I'm like, oh, is this is is that the guy from uh, Last of Us? Well, it, uh, to be fair, it's just they've done it right, and that's going to be the new way of doing character models. It and reminds shit like me that. of like Mario 64. That game was great, like Uncharted, like Last of Us, and then everybody copied it. We got Conker's Bad Fur Day, we got Banjo Kazooie. I feel like um, everybody's copying um, the Last of Us and Uncharted, and they're all starting to look the same. See, I, I agree and I disagree. This is what I was saying before to to Rusty during the break. Um, the game looks to me like it it's more of a sucker punch kind of style. It reminded me more of Infamous with the character models and the interactions between characters and all that kind of stuff. I'm pretty excited for this, but it's not just for that. I mean, obviously, it does look like they're implementing a very big story into this game. It looks like there's going to be a lot of characters that you're going to interact with. You have the potential to bond with throughout this game, so I'm also excited for that, but... The gameplay looks so much better. The hiding in bushes, the stealth aspect, the setting of traps, the, the the blowing up of that wall to send those like zombie hordes after your enemies instead of doing it all yourself. And you have the freedom to do that or whatever the hell you want to to take care of these little areas, these outposts of sorts. Do you? Do you have that choice? Of course you do because you didn't have to blow up that thing. What he could have done in that situation with the zombies where he blew up the wall yeah. is set a trap in the bushes, do the exact same thing and throw a rock in the direction. The guy will walk over and then they'll run Fair over enough. and he'll run upstairs. And Either way, I think that's the reason they started showing off all those aspects of the game is to show the customization, to show what you really can do and how many ways you can do it. Because this is an open world game. 
Yes, exactly. And that's exactly what this game needed to be. And now I'm I'm much more excited for it. I, I want to see exactly where this game goes. Yeah, I take it back trying to be like a, a Last of Us or Uncharted ripoff. Those games are a lot more linear. This this is like the opposite of those games, even though it kind of looks similar, but cool. Yeah. Either way, again, excited. I really, really want to see where this game goes. And, and I, all these games in Sony are listed as 2018 games? <laughs> I just yeah. Yeah. I found that every game at the end of the trailer said early 2018. It was, it was, it was kind of a running joke in my mind. And I would argue 80% of those games are going to get pushed back to Q2. Yeah, probably. Because that's just Sony's thing. They're like, oh, it's coming out in February. Oh, sorry, psych. Coming out in June now. Like, Anything else about Days Gone? No, I think I got everything out there. Then let's move on to Detroit. Ah, okay. Becoming here's, human. Here's is, one that interested me. Is there is is that a, is that a famous actor as the lead? Uh, I don't know. Okay, I thought it was, but it, it kind of vaguely reminds me of somebody, but I don't think it's anybody specific. Okay, but you guys go for it. Yeah, I was gonna say this: the way they showed this game last year to the way they showed this game this year, they are two completely different games. So I don't know how they're gonna implement both aspects. What of was it this last game. year? Last year Watch it was Dogs you 3? were. No, 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 no. It was, it was, it was much more heavy rain esque. So what, what would happen? Oh my is, God! This is the, this is the heavy rain team. Yes, yeah, Quantic Dream. Quantum Dream, yeah. Oh, that what? Yeah, that, that's a yeah. completely different game from what it was last well, year. Well, that's what I'm saying because okay, wow. so Wait, for, for we RZ, saw something that points out that it isn't a heavy rain game. Here, hold up. Just I didn't think so. let me explain it. So last year, the, one of the characters that they showed, I think it's like a, a cop android. Yeah. They just briefly showed him in this new trailer, but he was the main focus of the game last year. Mm -hmm. And essentially what it was is the whole game looked like it was a negotiation of the exact same thing, and you had many ways to do it, and you had many different endings on how yeah. this could turn out. And essentially you would have to run through an apartment, try and find different clues, find different things, look at different things, watch different things, whatever it was to gather as much information and maybe trigger a few different events so that you could go in and negotiate better with this guy who is holding a little, this android, I should say, holding a little girl hostage at the edge of the building or at the edge of the, the balcony of this, this apartment. And it was just that, but over and over again, and it showed you at least like five or six different endings and what you could do in this game. And it just seemed very Quantic Dream. Okay. It was very Quantic Dream. This seems much more open. Why? It kind of reminds me more of Watch Dogs now than it ever did. Mm. And now it seems like they're bringing in like a combat-oriented style to this as well. Yeah. It seems like there's going to be a much bigger story, and maybe that's just one piece of it. I'm a, a little more excited for it, but go back and watch the original trailer from last year's E3. Okay. And then go back and rewatch this well, no, one. Because I never saw the previous trailer, but without even knowing who Quantic Dream were, when I was watching like the trailers and stuff, I'm like... You know, th this smells like heavy rain to me. Yeah. <laughs> it, it yeah. just, it looks like, like, it, it's kind of like an alternative to a Telltale game, that it, it's still a, sort of a choose your own adventure story game. Um, from what I could see, that there is some action elements, but I think yes. it's still going to be like story heavy, where the story is the main drive to playing this game and experiencing the story after making different decisions. Huh. And I, that's that's the vibe that I got from this. Like less, still closer to Heavy Rain than it is to Watch Dogs. Well, I mean, it is from a different perspective. You didn't see what they had to show last year, so it's interesting that you saw that. Cause yeah. I guess it's again my perception on it because of what I watched last year, which was much more Heavy Rain. Yeah. 
this just seems like a more action-oriented game. I'm a little excited for that. I, I'm I'm happy that they're bringing that aspect in to their typical play style. Yeah, but let, let's talk about the world itself. Like, I, I think it's pretty cool like how they've set up this sort of Deus Ex Watchdogs yep. kind of narrative. Totally. And mm-hmm. um, like as far as the, like the story for me is very intriguing. Yeah, absolutely. It was even before last year, but it, it got brought to a whole new level for me watching that trailer. I, I'm, again, very, very excited for that game. Rusty? <laughs> no, I have nothing. Okay. <laughs> let's move it along. Just like me sitting in silence during next days. Song. Next, next song. Next song. The next song is one of my favorite songs of all time. That is Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, that game looks so good. Oh. Now, I remember when I played this back on PS2. It was, it's still, it was my favorite game. It's still my favorite game. What a great game. But it did suffer a lot of technical difficulties. The framing yes. was absolutely horrible. It was a very ambitious PS2 game. Yeah, absolutely. And even when they made the PS3 HD remakes. I didn't play that. Or remasters or whatever you want to consider that. Oh, this, is, this has been remade before? No, no, it, it, not it, remade. It, it was a remaster. So they oh. just up the game for HD port. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Wind Waker is a remaster. We already had this conversation. Yes. Yes. Remaster yes, yes, yes. versus HD port. Fine. Fair enough. Either way, it still kind of suffered from the same. It played better because of the higher graphical power of the PS3. But it still suffered from, from technical difficulties. Of course. Absolutely it yeah. did. But now this game is being, um, it's being developed by the same people who ported it. Okay. Who did an HD um, port. Yep. And... Uh, and yeah, it looks it looks great. It looks it, it doesn't look as good as like Anthem or like these AAA blockbuster titles. Like I, I think this game could run on a Switch. From yeah, no, from, from the visual uh, fidelity. No way. No, 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 no. Just looking at that game uh, so even gonna, from a stream perspective. I'm gonna make a little uh, assumption. I think that Blue Point, the developer, is is basically got the original game and are building on that as opposed from building it from the ground up. Essentially building on the skeleton of the original game. Yeah. But making new... I'm, I'm assuming making a whole fucking slew of new assets. The only thing I would say is the uh, that, that lends itself to Robbie's cranes. Like, he still runs really awkwardly. Yeah, he does. <laughs> but that's, does. That, that's the style. He plays yeah. great, though. Okay. I'm going to put this on the same level as Wind Waker HD. Yeah. It was like they got new lighting effects, they got like new textures or, or higher res textures. No, 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 you know what? It's it's a lot better. Like it's, that castle. It's, yeah, it's, that castle is a, is a brand new structure. This isn't Wind Waker because Wind Waker is a very different situation. Yeah, they, my bad, my they, bad. They had those raw assets that they could port in a sense or remaster, even though it really didn't take that much, to the Wii U because they had it. I think they are remaking all of these assets from scratch and re- properly remaking this game. I'm very, very, very excited to see more about it. Yeah, I, I want to see everything. Give and me all the Shadow of the Colossus. I I can't agree more. I want to finally get to play this game. I've never played any version well, of it. Well, you're gonna have to mm-hmm. wait till early 2018. <laughs> <laughs> Q2, <laughs> and then add a couple months for whoever it is I'm gonna borrow it from to stop playing. Honestly, yeah, I'm gonna need a PS4 at one point. Yeah, you should probably jump on that. No, 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 just to just to borrow. Um, yeah, I'm not. Before we that. get into the showcase, <laughs> before we get into Sony's showcase title, uh, let's go. Let, let's touch a little bit about uh, the VR stuff. We got a, a brand new Final Fantasy game. <laughs> Final, <laughs> Final Fantasy. <laughs> 
Final Fantasy 15 Monsters of the Deep. Oh my god, I love this idea. No, oh my god, this is the stupidest thing I might have ever seen in my life. This is almost as bad life. as Link's crossbow training. No, this is worse. This is worse than Link's crossbow training. I think it's such a fun idea. I think, okay, look, I get it. There's a lot of like cool monsters in the Final Fantasy realm and even within 15, but to make a fishing game? A fishing game yeah. based off of Final Fantasy 15. I I I'm speechless. I'm speechless. Yeah, I I think that's I think that's where we should leave it off. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Next. <laughs> now they showed off a lot of VR games. Skyrim was was one of them, but there was one game that really stood out, and that was Moss. Oh yeah, that little game. mouse game. You're basically like a human looking down on a mouse game. You're probably controlling them through puzzles, but like, you're, you're I feel like you're kind of like a god or, or human, just kind of like. It was cute. I, I don't know. Like it, it didn't really give a lot. I'm was, just assuming. It was adorable but dark at the same time. Like there was that combat and he has to fight like, you know, bigger animals than him to like get through. Yeah. It reminds me like um RZ, you might be able to help me on this. That tabletop game that's about the mice. Tabletop it's game. It's kind of like about D&D. It's like D&D but about mice and you have to fight like cats and stuff like that. Come on, Redwall? No, 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 no. I'm a huge fan of Redwall. I would have never missed that. <laughs> It's essentially kind of the world of Redwall, but like... But it's actually like a, a pen and paper like tabletop game? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it's called. Either way, that's what it reminds me of. It's very, very cool, and the art style is fantastic. Yeah, it's super cute. Did you guys ever play that Wii game? It was an exclusive, like, Deadly Creatures. You play as either, like, a spider or a scorpion, and, like, Billy Joel was... There was, like, a famous actor in it. Billy, 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 Billy Joel? Ray the... Joel. No, no, what's his name? Fucking... Um... Billy Ray Vaughn? No, not him. <laughs> None of those are people. I know. I was going to say. Well, Billy Joel's a person. Yeah, Billy Joel's a person, but yeah. Billy Ray Vaughn is it's not. Ray Vaughn. No one yeah, remembers Deadly Creatures? I remember the game, but I have are no idea if this actor Billy Bob Thornton? Yes! Oh, my he God. He was in that yeah. game? He was in that game, and you, you always like walked around as like these creatures, and there was a narrative. Wasn't that like a shovelware game? No, it wasn't. There was these two men that you like follow around your creature, and like you're, you're kind of just like interacting with their story, but not really. You're just like witnessing the story unfold as you play the game. That's weird. Oh. It was, no, actually, no, whatever. it was actually a good game. I got it when my Wii was modded and I bought it for like five bucks. Ah. Right. Bought it, air quotes. I did. It was five <laughs> bucks. So now let's step out of the VR section and let's go to, to, to Spider-Man. Oh, God. That game looks so good. I disagree. No, you're nuts. You know what? Like, I think when it when I play it, I'll, I'll, I'll have another – I might have a better uh, perspective because it is Insomniac. They're a well-respected company. They haven't made anything bad. However, it looked like Activision made it. it no, looked. I'm I'm cool with it. it. They essentially just recreated New York, a which bunch, fine, cool. A bunch of thugs. We've seen that in the other Activision game, like quick time events. We've seen that in the other Spider-Man games. It was like the same thing we've seen in all the other. Spider-Man yeah, but can't games. be the combat. I didn't see anything kind of new. Yeah, but I, it doesn't necessarily need to be new. It just needs to be done right. I think Activision had the right idea. That just the execution was wrong. And again, with the quick time events, I feel like that's only going to be implemented in certain pieces of boss battles. For sure. Like, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Like, they, they were holding your hand because it's a boss battle. You need to follow this guy through was, a certain area to trigger certain events. Once you're in the open world, I think it's going to be completely different. That's what I need to see more. I need to see a, more of the open world exploration and see if you can hear yeah. my balloon. Spider-Man, my balloon. <laughs> Fuck you, kid. And then you would ignore it and you hear the kid crying afterwards. <laughs> even though you're, you're probably like two blocks away already. 
And another thing, the villains, like Kingpin, who gives a fuck about Kingpin? And then who is that guy? Martin Lee? Mr. Negative. Oh, the, the guy that the works guy for the orphanage. The or homeless shelter. shelter. Shit, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck off. I don't want to. Like, fucking show me Dr. Octopus. I, like, show me a good villain. Yeah, I think they, they added him in for the sake of a greater enemy. It seems like he was, like, I think they possessed. were just trying to be, like... Like like non comic booky and make it more realistic. No, well, he's a, he's no, a no, comic no, no, book. No. I know, but he's like, what are you he's talking like... about? He had like fucking white flames flying out of his hands. What? Is it? It's so comic booky. I guess. I don't know. I, like... I think it's it's probably an early stage in the game, and later on in the game, you fight more oh, of the iconic sure. heroes. Yeah, we're gonna see Doc Ock. We'll see the Lizard. Oh I, we, yeah, for sure. We won't see Ven- Venom. He he'll be more for a sequel. And yeah, I can see that. Another DLC. gripe I had with it is uh, the graphics. Like, the Insomniac's known for their cartoony graphics in, like, go really cartoony with Ratchet and Clank. Or, like, go, like, kind of, like, mid-cartoony with um, Sunset Overdrive. They went straight up movie universe I know, with and, the like, look. I wish they, like, Sunset Overdrive style would have been so good in, like, it, it just, it would have made it for me. They could have done worse. They could have done way worse. I'm happy with it. And the I mean, voice acting, not... like the voice acting's fine. Just the way he was like communicating, like every other game, like, oh, this is Doctor Lee. Oh, Who's Doctor Lee? Is like this banter, like, shut up. The voice acting was more Give than me, fine, especially want, Peter's voice acting. He was great. Yeah. I want one-liners. I don't want him talking to people. Just give me one-liners. I, I hate it. Nah, I'm cool with it. Again, it's for the sake of the story. This game needs a story. It's a Spider-Man game. Yeah, but I think it's gonna be really good. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be a fun game. It's yeah. just uh, we'll, we'll need to see more of it. And again, I feel like that's only going to be in a sequence, like a boss sequence. When you're out in the open world, I don't think it's going to be like a navvy telling you like, hey, go to this waypoint over here. Yeah. Two minutes later. Hey, go to this waypoint over here. Don't like, forget about the main quest. Yeah, yeah. Don't exactly. forget about the main quest. They're making, exactly. a really smart move with the, they're making a really smart move with the release date because Spider-Man's coming out this year. Yes. And the game's coming out in early 2018. <laughs> Q2. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay, guys, let's wrap it up with Sony. What do you think? What are you buying? Tell mm. me your score. Okay, okay, okay. Because, I mean, we talked about what we liked about the Sony press conference. I need to go on a completely different tangent. So let's do a quick this. recap. Uncharted, um, Days Gone, Destiny 2, Detroit, Monster Hunter Stories, Shadow of the Colossus, Marvel vs. Capcom, Call of Duty, World War II, Skyrim VR, a whole bunch of other shit, Final Fantasy <laughs> Fishing, Moss, and Spider-Man. Yes. I really feel, and mind you, this might be in relative terms because Sony has been knocking it out of the park year after year recently, but they, they shat the bed on this one hard. I disagree. I think if you're only looking at surprises, they shat the bed. But I think what they showed last year was was full of so many uh, surprises, and this year they developed on those games. It, it, yeah, fine. But like the Uncharted game, I am caring less and less and less about as time goes on. I'm starting to realize this game is going to be a five-hour game, well, that's, a six-hour exactly. it's, game. It's a $40 game, which is perfect. Which is, I mean, that's fine, but Uncharted is the wrong franchise for that kind of game. Uncharted's all about exploration and making this huge, grand adventure. Well, I'm you sure know? it'll be a, an eight-hour game if you fucking 100% it. Yeah, so I go looking for all the little trinkets that I don't think anybody finds. Like. Either way, Polly, what do you what do you grade in it? I, I have to grade Sony as a... Uh, and I really don't want to do this. I'm, I, I'm grading them as a C. It Ooh. was just... It was not a good press conference in my eyes. I The only thought that was running through my mind that whole press conference is, oh, that was cool. When's something cool, like, really cool going to happen? When's something really cool going to uh-huh. happen? And I was just I, like I was just staring at the TV, just hoping and wanting, and then it just never happened until 
Spider-Man, really? <laughs> like, that that was the only thing that really got me outside of Days Gone. RZ? I was going to say something along the same. Like, it's very hard for me to give Sony a fair rating just because... I have, of all of the major developers, I have the least investment in Sony. I've never owned a Sony system, and I don't really have the like the intention to do so. So it's hard for me to be a fair judge. But I would also be inclined to say a C as well because you know I, I saw a lot of interesting stuff, but nothing that seems to be pushing the envelope or standing out saying like that's cool and different. Yeah, yeah. The, there, yeah exactly. There's a lot of fr- like. God of War looked cool. I like they're doing that Norse mythology. That's that seems like a very natural and cool expansion for the franchise. Yes. But it seems very safe. It's well, it's not even just that. It's what they showed off in the new trailer for this year was really not much different than what they showed off last year. It just wasn't. I'm gonna go a little higher than you guys and give them a B minus. Okay. Okay. Like a, like a, it was a solid showing, but it just everything felt very safe. That's a, that's what I'll say in the end. But you yeah, gotta you exactly. gotta give you gotta give them credit to last year's presentation the year before. Like you could only your well could only go so deep. Yeah. Like as as a teacher, when you grade kids, I would assume hearing from multiple sources that like you grade the kid on their own, not necessarily potential, but you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. it's their own work. Sony has been doing it right for so long. Right, three years, four years in a row, they've been killing it at E3. They've been killing it at their own proprietary press conferences. They've been nailing it, and then this happens, and you're just like, "I think really, guys, from you? I think it was fine. Like, where's their ace in the hole? Like, they don't have anything to be like. Well, they're still holding back on Last of Us Two. They chose not to. They show. They chose to have Spider Man as their highlight instead of Last of Us Two. Yeah, which is fine. And I know they also have like Death Stranding coming up and a bunch of other shit that they can talk about. And and what's going on with Project PSP Three? Is that just off the books now? No one. That's a stupid rumor. Was that just a rumor? Was there? There was no. Oh, you mean Project PSP Three? Yeah. Yeah, it's a rumor for now. We'll see if it actually happens. Okay, so there there is nothing definitive that they were developing like trying their hand at another portable again. And and for our listeners, because uh, I know this is probably the first time we're talking about this, but there was a rumor that, it, and it was announced in a sense by a Square Enix uh, executive of sorts, or somebody that works for them at least, mentioning the Project PSP3, and then there was other speculation and rumors coming from other sources that this is going to be a Switch equivalent. Yeah. So just something to keep in mind for the future. Speaking of Switch... Let's yes. move on to the next company, the baby company, the company that no one really takes seriously. Konami. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Did Konami have a press conference? No, oh, I no. love their press conferences. They're so funny if, and cute. If, well, if, if it's any time, it's going to be TGS that they have something. Fair Do enough, they still yeah. make video games? I, I legitimately thought they were making like pachinko machines or whatever it is they're doing <laughs> the now. pachinko machines. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm sure they're still making games. I can't remember what the most recent one was because I know they made an announcement, but... Something's happening. All right. The next company is Nintendo. Okay. Here we (laughs) fucking go. Let let loose the dogs of hype. (laughs) So Nintendo always opts out. Strap yourselves in, folks. (laughs) Um, They they always have their little digital events that are. This one was really tight. It was 25 minutes. All killer. Little filler. Let's let's get right into it. We got. um, We started off with a commercial that showcased Arms, Splatoon. These games. Like arms is coming out tomorrow, Splatoon next month. Yeah, uh, Poke in September. They had a really well produced video showcasing that for the first minute. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and then Reggie, mm-hmm. and then Reggie. Comes oh, out. and then I Reggie. love that creepy bastard. Oh, that ham-fisted son of a bitch. I love it. <laughs> 
Rich is the best. And the way he walked out of that condo, I was like, he just like, walks, walks around the corner. I was like, you're fucking creepy, man. He, 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 that man was made for gifts. Like, he, he was made for it. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, he, yeah. he knows it. <laughs> and the first thing he said, games are about fun. And I think that's what Nintendo delivered the C3. Yeah, exactly. They didn't take themselves too seriously. Actually, they did. But, like, it was... Not really. Uh, it was fun. Let's uh, let's get into the first game that they uh, they opened with, which was uh, Xenoblade Two. Oh God! Uh, Has anyone ever played a Xenoblade game here? Uh, yes. No. Yes. Yes. I yes. I guess they have, but like, the, I've only played the original, and it is fucking fantastic. It's it's an action RPG, just straight up. It's an action RPG. Well, it got it's really so JRPG it though, and it's even worse now with the, like the straight up anime graphics and that. Oh sense. yeah, oh now, yeah. One of the characters was made by uh, Tatsura Nomura, the or I hope I, I probably Tatsura Nomura, the Kingdom Hearts guy. Yes, and you could tell exactly who it was. It was a white haired character who looked like a Kingdom Hearts character in that art yeah, style. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But like the main female character, like there's something weird about her boobs. Like not only are they gigantic, <laughs> but they're like. Perfectly spherical and like they just—they do not look like human anatomy. Are you guys happy with the art style? Because I think it's the best art style Monolith has put out since Nintendo's acquired them. Honestly, yes. I I I kind of had my qualms with it while I was watching the press conference this year. I was looking and I was like, oh, maybe it's generic. And then I kept watching. I'm like, no, this game looks fucking fantastic. Yeah, I agree. I, I think the art style is really nice. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. Uh. They already have a foundation. To, that they've built on this game. Uh, as far as I've heard, and this is something, I mean, it's it's pure speculation at this point, but essentially, a lot of people are thinking that Xenoblade Chronicles as itself is one franchise, and then Xenoblade Chronicles X is another. Uh. So Xenoblade Chronicles, which I am familiar with, is amazing. They have the foundation, and I know they're going to do it right. Xenoblade Chronicles X is more... Open world, more MMO kind of oriented. Took the in words a sense. right out of my mouth. Yeah. yeah, they're two very different style of gameplay. Exactly, and that's why they they decided to call this one two. Xenoblade Two. Yeah, yes, because going... yeah, the Chronicles thing is just confusing, and it's it's smart from a running perspective. Yeah, so they basically have that. two franchises right now. Yeah, it, well, which that's is cool. Which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm again very very excited for it. I cannot wait. Xenoblade Chronicles is yeah. Xenoblade Chronicles was one of the best RPGs I've ever played. And we all we all predicted it. This game's coming out in early 2018. Yeah, which I'm fine with. I'm fine with it. Wait, no, we all knew well, it. no, they never said that. It's not. It's no, still it coming out coming. in 2017. Yeah, it still says 2017. Oh, that's right. Man. Shit. The game My that bad. we all predicted to get delayed. I yeah. still think they're. I still think it's going to get delayed. Yeah, I'm. I'm still. No, my money's still on it. I don't. It's go. It's coming out in 2018. It is a poly guarantee. No, they still said 2017. <laughs> but you know Nintendo. That's they, poly they, luck. <laughs> but I think that was the biggest point to drive home. I think that was the biggest shocking surprise that it's still coming out this year. Can we talk about the voice acting? Can we talk about the voice oh, acting? No, no, no. It's, it's, it's great. Uh, What's wrong with the British people? Are you oh, racist? No, no, no. The, British, the British people is just like, they, they ran with it now. There's a reason to why that happened originally. Oh, like why, why the main character is from like Liverpool or something? Yeah, like he's so, got a very distinct accent. It, it, what happened was Xenoblade Chronicles, to our listeners that don't know, went through a bit of controversy. Project Rainfall. Exactly. So essentially what happened was this, these games, it was um, the last story, Xenoblade Chronicles, and I can't remember the last one for the life of me, were three great RPGs that everybody wanted. Everybody across the world, but they were only in Japan. And then finally, Europe announced all the games. And Nintendo of America was like, no, 
no, we're not doing it. We're not localizing this game. We don't see we don't see a point. It's not going to be worth it. And everybody's ranting and raving about it. And they gave it to Europe, and Europe had to do the voice acting. So when they yeah. did it to do the English. They went to England. Oh, that's why the characters like like there's an English guy, there's a Scottish guy, there's an Irish guy. Like exactly, just to make exactly. sure they differentiate. Well, you know, Cooney did it very well. They had all these different types of accents. It was it was it was great. Yeah, uh, it's, not, it's not necessarily though. accents, but the dubbing is abs. Like they didn't even try to. <laughs> I listened to it. I actually thought, sing I thought it was I good. Saw. I compared it to Breath of the Wild, and I was like, oh, this is much better than Breath of the Wild. So yeah, I'll Breath give of the Wild was, but Breath of the Wild was also pretty bad. That's debatable. We should get into a spoiler cast of that one day. Yeah. yeah. Um, the next game we have Kirby. So. Oh, oh, don't, don't, don't. The last direct, they, they announced two Kirby games, and then they said um, there's going to be one more 3DS <laughs> title. There's going to be one more 3DS title. It's going to be a co op Kirby game. And then here we see that it switched from the 3DS, and now it's a Switch title. Yeah, co op Kirby game. Which is oh, not new. Oh, oh, it's not just a co-op Kirby game. Oh, I'm so... Like, I, I, I know I've gone on the record and said that Kirby's, like, one of my favorite franchises of all time on this mm -hmm. podcast. This game looks fucking incredible. It looks very traditional. It looks very much the same of the other games. However, one of my favorite Kirby games is Kirby 64 and the Crystal Shards. Or yeah. Yes! I was thinking the exact that same so thing. so good. And that game was good because you could multiply your enemies. Yes. And this game, if you combine your rock with your ice, you become a curling iron. And uh, water hammer, you have a water hammer. They're bringing back the multiplier, which they haven't brought back since that game. You know what else they're bringing back? Did you notice that little thing that they the came for? Like, yes. Yeah. I saw yes. that fucking guy. Rick, dude. Oh, the fucking hamster. I saw that, and I almost fell. I had, I had like, just taken a shower before, and I had the laptop sitting on yeah. my, like, sink top. Yep. And I jumped and almost slipped. When I, saw. I was like, oh, my God. But they showed it for a split second. It doesn't matter. Well, so that means we're going to see the owl and we're going to see the fish as and well. We might see some new ones too. Maybe some yeah. new ones. And this is something I've said. And mind you, probably not in the podcast before, but this is definitely something I've said before. They need to bring back the animals. We haven't yeah. seen them since Kirby Dreamland Three yeah. for SNES. Now, well, however, they we brought back some really cool things from Kirby, but Kirby isn't being reinvented the way Zelda is or the way Mario is. It's a very safe game. It is. They're just re, not reinventing. They're they're re-exploring ideas that they haven't touched in ages, which I am fine with because that's where the true progress is going to come from. The last good idea they had in a Kirby game mm -hmm. was from Kirby sixty four. Yeah, with the with the multiplying and mixing of the power ups, and it was so cool. How so you maybe could do it doesn't that. need to be reinvented. It doesn't, but this is this is progress because they're doing this now, and then who knows where they're going to go from here if this becomes the new standard. Yeah. So I'm very very excited. Yeah, me too. Cool. Um, so after that, we went we we go into um, a little mid show with uh, one of the Japanese developers, and he thanks everybody for the switch, and he was so relieved when he found out that the switch was a success, and then he, he goes on to say that um, for the rest of the show, like we're gonna this is a spotlight for 2017, so like. Set your standards low. We're going to be showing 2017 games. Yeah. And immediately after, <laughs> we go right into space. Yeah. And a Prime logo appears in the stars. Oh, yeah. And then a little JPEG says Metroid Prime 4. The J in development. The now. JPEG that set the internet aflame. Oh, okay. yeah. RZ, I got to ask, how did you react to this? I was like the son of a bitches, <laughs> sons of bitches. They did it because I like I stepped away because this was like this was at I think like like in the early afternoon at EST and yeah. I stepped away from lunch 
and I yeah, come yeah, back yeah. and I come back and there was another announcement which we'll get back to later. I'm like, I walk away for ten fucking minutes, <laughs> and uh, and then immediately after I see like the the update with the logo, I'm just like, those sons of bitches finally did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 2018, it's not being developed by Retro. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see who they said make it's this one. They said it's going to be developed by an internal team, which is still positive. Yeah. And I read the fact sheet, and they're going back to that um. Isolated Metroid style. Good. So yes. They Good. specifically said isolation and that kind of stuff. So they're gonna take it back to the to the original. Wait, what like isolation, isolation, or Metroid Three isolation? I thought that's what Metroid, Metroid Three wasn't isolated at all. I thought you it was called. It wasn't called Metroid no, no, Three isolation. Corruption. No, corruption. Oh, corruption. Yeah. No, like they, they said in the fact the game was called isolation. We'll have to come back to this. There's none of the Metroid games. No, I feel like there's a game that had like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, gotcha. Yeah. But, so, but yeah, like bring it back to that because that that was my number one issue with Three is that. Like the story was just kind of kind of felt tacked on to the, yeah. the whole game, and yeah. as soon as they brought in those other like I didn't even need to know anything about the game. As soon as they brought in those other bounty hunters, I'm like, oh, what are these guys going to be the bosses? Yeah, honestly, I will say this: this game is going to play so well with two Joy Cons in hand if they yeah. do it right. Because if they do it right, you will be able to use one for the gyroscope and the other as a nunchuck. The, the way that that three handled was the best way that I've ever played a fucking Metroid Prime game, if not even a first-person shooter. It, it just played so oh, well. Yeah, from a gameplay, it was phenomenal. Yeah, we're yeah. going to see all the different play styles for this game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah when yeah, yeah. do you guys think we're going to see it? 2019 at the earliest. Yeah. You think that late? Maybe. I think so. I'll say, I'll say holiday 2018. Yeah, I'm going to... It, it's I, a I holiday... Lo- it's enough fanfare. I, I see that as a holiday launch. I want to be optimistic. I just don't... The fact that they just said in development and didn't give it a date is concerning. So I think it might be a later on project and we're going to get something else completely different for 2018. Yeah. After that... However, we, we, we need to... There's one With that being... Announced is very important to the standing bet we have. Oh, that's right. So key in the lock number one has come through. A Metroid game has been announced. That was the easy one. It's the next one that's going to be the hard piece. I still stand. I'm still confident, Polly. I beat you once already. I'm going to beat you again. That's fine. So you still have another six months or so for Mother 3 to be announced yeah. in order for you to win this bet. Were you guys yeah. expecting a virtual console announcement at the C3? No. I mean, I not that I... How do I put this? I wanted one. I did not expect one. It's just they've been I didn't dragging their one either for twenty-five yeah. minute direct. Yeah, they, not at all. They've been dragging their feet with the virtual console. I didn't even expect a like one, not even a one minute, like a thirty-second blip, being like, "Oh, hey, we're working on the virtual console. It's coming out this date. Here's our next game." Like, you know what I mean? Not even that. I wasn't expecting anything, and I was right. So. I do hope that the fact that they're holding on to this virtual council speaks to they may be doing something special with it. I hope. I hope this turns into like a game streaming service because I'm going to be all over that shit. They, they announced their online. They specifically said that their new online game library. Yeah, the games on demand is different. Is from different. The it's going to be like a, like five games that like trade in, switch out, blah blah blah. And virtual console will be something completely different. But a man can dream. He can. And maybe they, they, they might change their and mind. And maybe it's just going to be like a, a separate streaming system where if you have virtual console, you have these games. If you have Xbox Live on, or sorry, if you have. Nintendo Online, you have these games. Maybe it'll be something like, well, only time can tell, but if it's just another eShop, I don't understand what the hell they're dragging their ass for. Me neither. But let's continue on. 
Yeah. But we will get an announcement before our bet ends. Um, yes. Our next game is Yoshi. No, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. It's cute. So safe. Um, it's not another Wooly World. It looks like another Wooly World. It's Papercraft World. It looks world. like Paper Mario, and it looks like a Papercraft World. Yeah, but I, I my concern, my like, I'm excited for the game tentatively, but my concern is my biggest beef with Wooly World is it felt like the exploration and collecting were actually more important than the platforming. In that it was a, yeah. let's see if this wall is fake simulator versus <laughs> like a platformer where that's yeah. the mainstay of the game. And I think Wooly World is a lot prettier than this game. I, yes. I don't know. I don't know no, about that. I, 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 I very I I love the world. I love the paper craft design. I love that that in that function you can see the two sides of it. So there's the one side that's kind of clean. The other side you can see all the tape and the screws and that's shit. Fine. But I I I want to see more of it because when I saw it, all I thought was, oh, this looks like Wooly World. Like not that it's a bad thing, but it's I was safe. just like, it's like Kirby. Exa- it's like exactly. another safe. It's safe. safe. Bet. Um, what is Yoshi made of? Is he made of styrofoam balls? His texture's weird. His texture was really weird. Yeah, I, I, tell yeah. I think it was like, like styrofoam. I'm not I, sure though. I I need to get a closer look at this this trailer or this game in general to yeah. really. It was also three dimensional, you know. like that boss with bubble gut, the dragon. It was like mm-hmm. you could walk around mm-hmm. like a, like a pokeball path. Yeah. It, they're trying new ideas. Let's give it that. Yeah. Mm, for and sure. then we go downhill to Fire Emblem Warriors. Oh no! Nope. nope. No. What up? Piece of hot garbage. And maybe this is me. I'm still salty because I did not enjoy Hyrule Warriors after a certain amount of time. Like, once I got, like, I went from enjoying this game to it's pretty fun. This is getting kind of boring to seething hatred very rapidly. Yeah, yeah. I'm not wasting any more breath on this fucking game or any one of these Muso games. I am done. I'm never playing one. Can we just boycott Team Ninja? Like, do they make anything that isn't shit anymore? Yeah, stop it. Stop it, Team Ninja. Neo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's jump into the next game. We got Zelda DLC. Yeah, well, I mean, not a lot to talk about, but more detail. We got Trial of the Sword. That was a good show. It actually, it looks more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll agree with that. It's, I mean, the, 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 the map of... You know where you've been. I think is pointless. Oh, I, th- I'm actually, I, I like I, that. I, yeah, cool. I want to see that. But it's fine. Yeah. Like it's. A, it's a, it's a novelty, but yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's definitely a novelty. My perceptions of the Twilight sort of changed. Like I love that it's a you start from nothing because yeah. right now I have all 120 shrines. I have a massive arsenal of weapons that I have been the game's easy keeping now. all the ones. Yeah, and I was expecting oh what I'm just gonna fight enemies. Like I, I make a mockery of Silver Lionels now. Like I, I know they're I've got their attack patterns yeah. down pat. I'm just flurry rushing them to pieces. But now that this is you start naked and it, it's kind of like Eventide Island, which was like one of the funnest parts of the yeah. whole game. Yes, I'm, I'm actually quite excited to play that DLC now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was gonna say it did remind me a lot of that. Uh, it, it, it surprised me. It yeah. surprised me for sure. The hard mode, though. The hard mode. What'd you guys think? Because yes, I mean, they only showed off a couple things, really. It was looked interesting, like the fact that like now the the book of Hoblins are on airships and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it looks like, it looks harder. It does look harder. <laughs> But I mean, it, I'm sure it will I, I, be. At what point is it going to be like we all predicted that there's going to be this new type of enemy that is just going to be recolored and stronger, like the Golden Lionel that they showed off? Yeah. And yeah, you're probably going to get stronger weapons with that too, which is cool. But like, I want to see how many actual original ideas that they come up with for reworking how you're going to fight enemies, right? Yeah, like yeah. The, the only thing that gave me hope for that was the hub, uh, the 
bokoblins on the airship. It's actually exactly. so that there's going to be weird, wacky things that didn't exist in the normal game, like extra challenges you have to figure out. That would actually get me excited for a playthrough. Just to have, you know, less hearts or take more damage or have more blue, blue, black, silver, gold versions of enemies, that doesn't interest me any. But if the actual game is going to look different, if the enemies are going to be different places, if there's going to be different encounters, then I may actually warrant the second playthrough. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny. I actually got more excited for the first pack of the DLC and, like, kind of less excited about the second pack of the DLC. Now, before we go there, um, we've got a release date, which is June, June 30th. And this really excites me because yeah. I've only completed two Divine Beasts. I'm still playing this game. So I'm really excited to get back. Well, I'm st- I haven't left. I'm still you're playing just like, it. You're turtling hard here, eh? I am. However, mm. I'm excited to um, to have this Use DLC while sense. I play. Because I'll be, able, I'll be able to play this game so, with that, all, like... doesn't make the... sense when you say it that way. <laughs> Turtling is like an RTS strategy. Oh, no, 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 oh, trust me, I know. I'm just, you know... Enough about yeah. me. We got DLC uh, Pack 2, Champions Ballad. It seems like it's about the champions. It's probably a prequel. It's It, it, it's, it looks like that's, it's going to be a prequel. It looks like you're going to be able to play as all of the champions. I, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That is a hard assumption, and you're going to be disappointed when you find that's not I'm true. I'm already, like, not that excited not, about that to begin be, with. We will not be playing... As anybody other than Link. Yeah, I think it may. I uh, I'm more inclined to think. I know a lot of people are jumping to say it's you're going to be playing as the champions. I would say it's more likely that you're going to be doing a short mission for each of those champions, having to do in their regions or based on things they've done. Oh yeah, it's or like be maybe much something to help put their spirits at rest or something along the lines like maybe you'll be recreating the things that they did to become champions yeah. in the first g- place maybe you'll even get a further skill from them or something but i i like i'm i'm skeptical that you're literally going to be controlling the champions um directly because it's quite clear there's going to be 12 more shrines or at least ways to get those extra hearts that you're missing because you can't get the full two bars as well as the full stamina bar oh yeah so we're gonna see it at a later date. I doubt it's gonna be bad. I think it's gonna be great. Yeah, my opinion still hasn't changed. On um, that we part. also got four new amiibo. Super cute. Yeah, I, I, I want them all. Yeah, I want them all. If you had to pick one, which one would you pick? What are we talking about? The Mario Odyssey Ooh, ones? Or? No, no, the no. four. Uh, oh, Zelda I didn't see amiibo. those. Yeah, what are they? Champion, oh, okay. Champion oh. Classic pose. Nice. I am stuck between Urbosa and Daruk. I don't know who these are. Uh, just give me the the Gerudo and um, Goron. Yeah, I'm definitely going for the. the Am Goron. I the only person that likes Bitchy Falco? <laughs> oh no, I like him. My least favorite. <laughs> he's is He's so smug. He's, he's, such a... he's, he's like, yeah, he's incredibly smug. I do enjoy him. Yeah. Um, Mifa's my least favorite. Claire, yeah. Claire hated him. <laughs> Ooh, uh, Rivali. <laughs> oh, got you. I like Rivali. Don't fucking do <laughs> in case you guys didn't hear dots in, in her exact words he was so fucking douchey when i when i when i met revalia because of his name i actually switched to italian dialogue so uh, he, he, i do that a lot now every time like, I, stanza. <laughs> like for the goron i'm thinking of uh, i'm gonna go russian but I like changing everybody's uh, dialogue just oh, for fun. That, yeah, I never, yeah. never cost to do that. You know, I just had a flashback to uh, Polly bitching about how there's no dual audio. Get it together, Nintendo. Hey, they fixed it. It's going to piss off the otaku community. There hey, so, they did it quick. And there it are did so piss many languages. They pissed off a lot of people. I was right. <laughs> cool. Rocket League. It's so cool that they have the cross compatibility. Yeah, and it's full featured. And I can finally play Rocket. Well, I mean, I could have played it on PC. I never got around to it, but I'm much more likely to play that on a handheld in the short bursts as that game was meant to be played. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That game is always going to be an amazing arcade style game. 
the fact that we now have crossplay is fucking huge. I never thought I would live to see the day that there's actually crossplay between different systems, except for Sony because they they well, yeah, I, fuck you Sony, which, yeah. which is weird because Sony was one of the first ones to do it back on the PS3 with Portal Two. If you had a Steam account, you could link your Steam account and play with people on PC in the cooperative mode for, mode for Portal 2. At the end of the day, I think it's just a market share thing. They know they're the number one in the online community. Like they have the number one online community now, which they took yep. that over from Xbox Live. And they're, they're, they're pressing that advantage. It would not be advantageous to them from a business perspective to open it up yeah, as, but in terms as, of, as, as they would see it. It, it. It's going to be their downfall, much like it is X, it was Xbox's downfall for a bunch of shit in the past with Xbox yeah. 360. Always do right by your fans. And if people want that shit, get it done. So the, the presentation ended after Rocket League, and then we went into Treehouse Live. Um, they showed a couple demos of a certain game that we're not talking about just yet. But we're going <laughs> to... The second, the second uh, little Treehouse live seg segment, uh, Reggie was introduced, and uh, mm -hmm. we got Reggie, Metroid. Reggie? <laughs> we got a new 3DS game, Metroid: Samus Returns. Oh my God! <laughs> okay, so again for our listeners, this game is a remake of Metroid Two for the Game Boy. Yes. That if you remember one of our, uh, sorry, our first <laughs> episode, if you want to go back and listen to our Metroid Memories episode, go back to like the end of it. And we got into this huge discussion about fan games and way back, not way back, I mean, it had just come out in, what was that, August yeah, it was of a last recent, year? Yeah, it was a recent uh, thing. It, it was released and finished, but this game was in development by one guy since like probably 2006, 2007, 2008. Yeah. It got showings at, like, Nintendo fan game conventions. Got so much exposure. Uh, what's your point, Paul? Yeah, I get the point. My point with this is, although it ended up in a good thing with Nintendo making this remake, I think this guy... Wait, wait you're assuming Nintendo made this remake because of that? I honestly think they did. That's, that's, that's a fair assumption. It, you're it, making it seem like it's fact, which it isn't. No, I'm not saying it's fact. I'm just saying there's a good possibility of it. <laughs> this, ga this, go this game got so much exposure, this fan game... I think Nintendo, again, pure speculation and opinion, I think Nintendo waited, sat back, watched the hype that this game got, and mm -hmm. as soon as it came out and they saw the initial download numbers, if they could even view that, boom. Cease and desist. That's a fun get story. Get this thing off. That's a fun story. It's, it's a, fine. <laughs> I, I gotta, like, it, 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 it's possible. Like, I, I, I won't go as far as to say that it's plausible. Like, it, it may have been the narrative. It could have been that Nintendo always had the idea that they may remake this game at some point in the future, and that's why they ended up shutting of it course. down. It may be that, as far as Nintendo's concerned, I don't know how much they're really paying attention to fan, non-licensed like cons and that kind of stuff. They might be listening to it. They might not be listening to it. It may be a dick move that they took their time, or it may just be the it took them that long yeah. to even realize this game exists or the game mattered. I don't Besides think these move, conspiracy though. theories, let's talk about the actual game. What do you guys think of it? It looks good. I get to play Metroid. I get to play Metroid Two now. Yeah, I agree. So back to this remake thing. Yes. The problem is that remade the remake did come out, and we all saw it, and it yeah. looked way fucking better than what we were shown here. In just terms of graphically, that's oh, well, it's because they have to make it for 3DS, so it has to be all jaggy. Well, yeah, like, like I don't mind the the art style they're going with. It just looks a little dull compared to the remake. Yeah. However, yes, 
Um, the gameplay mechanics are a lot tighter in this. There's parry. There's um, 360 motion um, uh, directional. Oh, there's there's new gameplay aspects being introduced into this remake for sure, which is great. Yeah, and I think that's absolutely. why this version will be superior. Sakamoto's involved. Yeah, I just I just hate that the remake made by a fan, which got shut down, still looks better. Well, if no, no, there's a reason for it though. If you could give me two seconds on it, it's because it used Super Metroid assets. So it's still Nintendo assets. No, it used Metroid Zero assets. Was it Metroid Zero? Either way, I know it was old Metroid assets that the guy did use to push into this PC-made remake. Yeah. And if like I was saying, if it was pure pixel art, then yeah, there's no reason why it couldn't look better. But because it's 3D and more specifically on 3DS, which really can't handle its way around anti-aliasing. If I like, there are some sharp. Sharp, sharp polygons in that system. Like yeah. it's, it's very weak graphically, and that's why it looks that way. I don't think it's because of any lack of effort. I agree, but this is one of the few games in the 3DSs that actually uses 3D mechanic, um, stereo- stereoscopic 3D. Yeah, which is great. I love it, guys. Let's get to the fucking game of the show: uh, Super Mario Odyssey, dude. Oh my god. The, the, the one thing, the one thing that they showed in this game, outside of like a new hat and like a couple of new worlds, the one thing was probably the greatest thing I have seen in probably any E3 what is in the longest time. Mario, Mario, whichever way you want to pronounce it, can Mario. now use the hat, the new hat that he has in this game. Cappy. To, Cappy. Sorry, go- you're right. It's a ghost cap. Okay, fair enough. Cappy. To possess anything. Anything! Not anything. I have a list of things he can possess. A frog, a Goomba, a, um, a Hammer Brother, that's a Bullet all, Bill, that's all we know. a rocket, a fireball, binoculars, electric zip lines, cheap cheeps, um, the f- um, a fist, a chain chomp, a taxi cab, a statue with sunglasses, poles. Remember in uh, Niagara Falls when I fell on the bouncy yeah, poles? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Super Mario can possess that. A, uh, a fucking human, mm-hmm. a tank, and a... T- Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yes, yeah, that's the part that obsessed me the most because that Tyrannosaurus Rex had no butthole. Was I the only person who noticed this? <laughs> it was not scientifically accurate. Get your butthole game together, Nintendo. And like everybody knows, Tyrannosaurus had like some sort of frills or spines or feathers. <laughs> like, get with the science. God. I love that Yoshi is not in it and they replaced Yoshi with an actual realistic with a fucking Tyrannosaurus. Dinosaur. Yeah. It's, it's phenomenal. Like, it, it shattered my hopes and dreams by. In oh. a good way. Oh, by yeah. A million. But look, this is these are the things that we know Mario can possess. I think he can possess anything that's No, he can't. I, I watched all the trees. For sure? Things. 100%. He cannot it's possess It's terrifying. Anything. Okay. Well, either way, <laughs> either way, there's going to be way more. Any enemy, it looks like. Like the normal Hammer Brothers, right? All that I, kind of I, stuff I that you listed. All yeah, up, yeah, exactly. Like, it's crazy that um, you can do this. We got a beautiful theme song sung by Paulina. Or Pauline, she's back. The original, the original princess, yep. from the original Donkey Kong. Yes, game. is now the mayor of New Donk City. New Donk yep. City, which we know Donkey Kong's going to be in it. Oh yeah, oh, 100%. I think he's, I think they're going to go with classic Donkey Kong and not yeah. the Donkey Kong country. No, he's going to be like angry Donkey Ooh. Kong. He's going to be cranky Kong. Uh, yes, original Donkey Kong. He's yeah. going to be big, or he's going to be gangster Donkey Kong, where he's wearing a top hat and he's like the he's like the mafia of the of the town. Oh, and he's like huh. Gray Hulk. When he's like, like he's kind of like sly. And, exactly. And, and, it's either malicious. it's either King Kong or or mafioso. That's okay. that's really interesting. 
Um, but we, yeah, like I just that that dinosaur, the fact that there's gonna be a whole dinosaur world just excites that me. That Triceratops so waterfall with the yeah. ribs and the water gushing yeah, through yeah. it. God, like, this game is so these pretty. worlds look so amazing and they're so like off the wall crazy and like I like I the so hype just continues to grow. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. We also got segments of um, Legend of Zelda: Link Between Two Worlds um, going into walls and and playing two D sections. Oh, I did, did no not one see yeah, this. No, no, no. I saw that. It's like the old school Mario, like it's Super Mario Brothers gen. one. Yeah, yeah. and you, you go into a, an eight bit pixel wall, mm. and you go through platforming stage to get to like uh, yeah. the top of the vertical building. Can I just can I do a little bit of an aside here? And I just wanted to make sure that I'm not the crazy one. It's not a link between two worlds. It's a link between worlds. That, that's correct. And we've been doing this since like yeah. we started the podcast. Wait, <laughs> you guys have been doing that. I haven't. No, been no, doing no, that. no. I've always said a link between worlds. I've always said a link between two worlds. No, it's you. It's you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I had no idea. But Arzy started doing it too, and he was playing it. And I was like, oh, like. <laughs> was I doing it too? I, oh, I know. Yeah. I know it's a link between worlds, but it's either way. I've so heard it so different... often that way. <laughs> There's so many different <laughs> gameplay mechanics. It's like Mira could jump off a building, and now when he falls, he doesn't get hurt, which yeah. is like a comp- um, just position between uh, breath between two worlds, where where you fall, you take damage. <laughs> These two games, like they complement each other so well. For you have shame. like, oh, he's just trolling now. No, I'm not. You said a breath between two worlds. Oh, I don't know what. Like, I don't even know <laughs> what Sorry, you're I'm doing. Getting, now. I'm getting so passionate. It's like. <laughs> Zelda and Mario, like they're they're using these two games as like two contrasts. Oh yeah, it's like Zelda. If you see a mountain in the distance, you can go there. Whereas Mario, there's a playground in front of you, and you get to explore like a, a really tight knit fun playground. Yeah. Where Zelda's opposite, and you could really see that. I'm so excited to see all these different kingdoms. I like this game is going to be this game. I'm expecting like a ten out of this game. Yeah, me too. It, it, this is oh, gonna be yeah. a hard decision between which who will win game of the year this year, Breath of the Wild or Super Mario. Yeah. Oh, that is. Is there any other tough. contenders? Of course there are. Oh, who cares? Yeah, who oh, cares? Oh, really? <laughs> Persona Five. Um, instead of stars <laughs> and instead of sun sprites, we're, we now have collectible moons. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, and it's been told by the developers that there's like, usually in Super Mario games, there's about 120 stars, but because this is a portable game, there's like, they didn't say how many, but they said there's a significant amount more. Hmm. So you could like take it on portable, open it up for two minutes, and get like a, a star in a couple, uh, a moon in a couple minutes. Huh. So there's there's like so many different like objectives and all that kind of stuff. Um, the costumes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There are so many costumes. Each world has a costume. Um, Koizumi just had an a, uh, an AMA on Reddit, and you could officially um, tap every uh, amiibo out to date, and you could um, you could get their costume. Oh yeah, minus maybe the Pokemon Company and Bayonetta and and Square and uh, Capcom. Were you? Well, see, it, like it may be like in Yoshi's Woolly World where there's just like a generic amiibo for all the ones that don't play nice. Mm. Yeah, which I mean is fine. I think the Pokemon Company will allow them to use the assets. I mean, dude, it's essentially Nintendo at the end of the day. Yeah. Right. With Square Enix, with. Um, Ah, Capcom for sure. The one that is a maybe for me is Platinum. Because Bayonetta is now officially a Nintendo franchise. We we don't know that. Well, because Nintendo published. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
they could do something ridiculous and make a Bayonetta costume for Mario, which would be hilarious. I hope they do. Yeah, But me we're too. still going to see one from, like, females and, like, Samus and stuff like that and Diddy Kong and Pikmin. I can't wait to see them. Yeah, yeah. I Oh, God. Everything about this game has been blowing me away. Um, also in the AMA, Luigi was basically confirmed. Yes. So not only will we see all the costumes on Mario, we'll see costumes on Luigi as well. Um, motion controls. This game is encouraged to play with the Joy-Cons in each hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that using to sort of like how you toss the... Uh, exactly. That's what, it, that's what it is used for. Um, that's about it. But we do have our first listener email question slash comment. And this <laughs> comes from a, a Paul Fan one. Uh, Paul, Paul from Paul from Toronto. Paul from Toronto. Paul this fan one from Toronto. Our number one fan. <laughs> number yeah. one super fan. Paul fan. Uh, we one. just want to thank uh, Paul for writing in. This is like this is such a big deal to us. We've we've been asking for how how many months have we been on here? Uh, we've been on here for ten months almost now, and we've got nothing. And, and Paul, we just thank you from the bottom of our hearts. You're the best. And um, how about we read that email? Actually? Yeah, yeah. Let's read it. No, yeah, yeah. before the so, platitude. So <laughs> for from Paul fan one. Uh, Hey guys, long-time listener, first-time emailer. You guys successfully predicted the new Pokemon game, Pokémon Tournament. I think he meant Rusty predicted it. Fine. As a group... Sorry, go on. Nobody cares. selfish jackass. <laughs> Can't help it. Is it what you were expecting, and are you excited about it? Keeping this Poke theme, they also announced Ultra Sun dash, sorry, slash Moon. Yep. This comes within a year of the release of the original versions. Why do you think... Uh, they're bringing it out so soon. Lastly, love what you guys are doing. Keep it going. Paul from Toronto. Thank you, Paul. Paul, you're the best. RZ, you want to take this? You want to start this off? All right. Well, there's, yeah, there's a lot of questions to answer there. So for Pockin, um, you know, I may actually play it now. Yeah, one of the main things that kept me from buying it is for some reason it was $10 more expensive than your average game. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, you know, with a port now, I now that I know a little bit more about it and mechanics of it, it's a little bit ease of entry than trying to get into other fighting games, I may actually get it. We've got a brand new character as well. we got yeah. Rowlet. Rowlet's or, uh, Violet. Oh, Decidueye. Decidueye, yes. Decidueye? Yeah. That's well, pretty that, sweet. It is. I mean, they, they announced it. It's like, oh, try out, like, these four new characters, these five new characters. And I'm looking, I'm just like, these are all the ones from the arcade game. Still yeah, these are all the ones from the still new, still it's new. Like, I'm just not, saying, Decidueye is the, oh, the only is, is the only new one. Yeah, he's the only straight up new one. It's it's cool. I just feel like they could have potentially put a little more work into it for a full deluxe version. But then again, we don't know everything about the game, so we'll figure it out. But as it goes on, yeah, as it goes on, we'll uh, we'll see. I'm probably gonna try it out though. I think I'm gonna grab it. Yeah. And as for Pokemon uh, Sun and Moon Ultra. Um, it coming out so soon. Well, it makes more sense now, especially with the further... Yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty typical to their timelines, or at least now the new model since uh, Black and White came out that's supposed to um, creating the uh, the actual sequel game where, you know, for X and Y, people expected a Z. Instead, we oh, got yeah. skipped all together, and now we have sort of sequels. Well, they say it's spin-offs, so they may be happening currently. We don't really have a lot of details. Well, Game Explained did their an- yeah. analysis, and um, I watched it. Okay. And um, a lot has changed. Um, there's now a Switch in the bedroom instead of a Wii U. Oh, really? Okay, so you're kidding. This, really? That's a lot has changed? 
Well, no, no, no. Like, um, you've progressed. So when we first moved to Alola, um, you, your house was kind of bare. There's no flowers. When you come out of the house, everything's packed. The garage is open. There's a car in there. So they really, I think they, they remodeled everything. There's seagulls, wingles. I think there's going to be, it's going to be a different story. It's not just going to be. Uh, apparently not. I think really? it's additions to the story. So this is more of a crystal as opposed to a black tube. Oh, okay. But they're like, they're taking steps backward with this. Like the last time they did something like this was Platinum. Mm -hmm. And then Black and White came out, and those games were great. And then Black and White 2 was announced. Everybody's like, oh my god, they're actually making a proper sequel. And they were. It was set like two years in the future. Yep. You played as a new kid, and there were new gyms and new cities, and like the whole story it was, was progression. Different. I think this one is progression as well, but... Yeah. We're gonna have to see I at a hope. later date. Yeah, I want to hear more about the game. Like, I, I feel like I'm gonna get it anyways. But as for why they're doing it, they have the assets. Why not get more mileage out of them and yeah. have a little bit take advantage of the 3DS era before the 3DS starts to uh, wane as yeah. things start to go. And Speaking also, this is this is the quickest we've seen a secondary title come from a Pokemon generation. Oh, really? It's never happened within a year. Yeah. Oh, not as far as uh, not as far as I can remember, at least. But sorry, Rusty, go ahead. Yeah, let's get back to the um, our Nintendo Direct. Um, they uh, they announced a, they went to Game Freak and they announced that they are making a core Pokemon RPG for the Switch, which I am totally crazy excited. So what for. does that, when they say a core RPG? What does that mean? Like, did they consider normal Pokemon an RPG? Yeah. Like it's like by by definition, oh, of course. Because yeah. the fact like, that they're saying a core RPG makes me think that this is going to be like Pokemon RPG. Like it's going to be like an actual like story driven. No. Oh no 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 no! And this, when they say core, means, like I because I, they don't mean it's they're it's meaning gonna it's be, not going to be like a mystery dungeon or like the uh, Pokemon, the Pokemon Snap or well, Pokemon no, no, Stadium. Well, because well, it, it, they're, they're or Pokemon Coliseum. But, no, but they're directly using core to describe the RPG aspect. So the yeah. only ones I can think of are the. Um, Oh my god, what were those games called about the uh, Nobunaga? The Nobunaga strategy RPG with Pokemon or yeah. the Mystery Dungeon. The, when they see a core RPG, they this mean is, a main line This title. is the next okay. Pokemon 8th yeah. generation. Exactly. Yeah, so it will be exactly. on the Switch. And it yeah. was just an announcement, but you know what? I, I always had dealt with Game Freak. I, I, like, they're always kind of weird with where they put their games on, so yeah. I, I, I was never really sure. And they just announced it, and that was good enough for me. Yep. It was just like confirmation. Well, it's the, like fa the fact that they actually went out and said this is something we're going to do. Because there's a lot of question of whether or not they would actually be willing to do that. Exactly. Um, but I, I, I just want to make sure. Did we fully answer Paul Fan One's question? Uh, <laughs> well, you know what? To be fair, he said, why do you think they're bringing it out so soon? And you did answer that. Yeah. I think they're just trying to get mileage out of the 3DS. Yeah, it just makes more sense. Well, they just, just they just launched the 2DS XL. Well, this is evidence that yeah, the they gotta, Switch... Yeah, they moved those units, too. Yeah, this is evidence that the Switch is taking over for both. And Pokemon always, they, Pokemon always stays a generation behind. They have to go where the install base is. Which is fine. But look, this is the thing. I mean, everything that has been rumored from... I can't remember her name, but that one crazy source... Lara K. Dale or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Lara. She, Lara, <laughs> Lara. Okay, uh, sorry. Anyways, so, um, yeah, my whole point with this is everything that she said is coming true. We're getting the Mario Rabbids game. We're getting, we got a whole bunch of stuff that I can't remember, like a snipper clips and all How that about kind of stuff. Pokemon Stars? She said that, nothing there. Pokemon Stars might still be happening. No, it's not happening, Polly. Guys, give me your grade for Nintendo. Oh, the, no question, A+. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Or Z? I'll, I'll, like, I'll give an A, and that, a lot of that is just personal bias. 
but there's it, it would be an A plus if I, we had more tangible details on the things I'm hyped about the most. I agree. Like the fact that they actually announced Metroid Prime Four, which is something that I've been skeptical is ever going to happen. But actually, most like just that little announcement that they are confirming Pokemon will be coming to a console. This is something I have been waiting for for twenty years. Uh huh. And I know it's just words at this point, but they have said on record, this is what we're doing. It's not going to be an off-brand game. It is going to be Pokemon True Core on a console. Exactly. Like that is that that that's that's something we've said is enough to save the Switch if the Switch was in dire yeah, straits. It was, like, oh, it yeah. was the panic button all along. Yeah. Like, I, I, getting back to my point with the A plus, it, it's exactly what I was saying about uh, Bethesda. That, this, this is the right way to do an E3 announcement, to do a press conference of sorts, like a digital event, whatever you want to consider it. This is it. Just get to the point. Yeah. Give me what you guys want to announce. Show me what you want to get through. And especially, especially with Nintendo in mind, we're getting directs on all these games probably very soon. That's why. They can't. Yeah, I hear so you. So I'm cool with that. Like, they didn't need to do something crazy and get into, like, these crazy in-depth explanations for these games because we're going to get that within months yeah. of all of these, or a solid portion. I hear you. Um, overall, the presentation was good. It was well-paced, I guess. There were some safe things, couple, a few surprises. Yeah. But Mario Odyssey fucking stole everything from E3 this year. Yeah. Not only that, the, the release date, which we didn't touch on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Do yeah, yeah. Is that when it's coming out? Nope. October? October 27th. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that's early. That's very early. Yeah. Especially for holiday season. So it's got to be good to go. Yeah. Oh, it's been good to go for a while, I think. But yeah, like A+. Plus, they, 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 they nailed it. And we, it. Have, we yeah. have a nice stream of games coming out. We have Splatoon coming. We have uh, Mario Rabbids coming, assuming it's going to be decent. I think I have, I have faith. Uh, Prediction. We have, and we have Mario Odyssey to like cap off the year fantastically. Because um, I know, Polly, that you were concerned that Nintendo needs more releases in 2017. Oh, yeah. mentioned uh, before. So would you say that these announcements for the 2018 announcements were enough to make up for that? Or at least maybe you're just more hyped for the 2017 releases we already knew about. Uh, well, okay. So just to recap, what's coming out in 2018 from this press conference? Uh, it was Yoshi, Kirby. Kirby. Yeah. Um, Pokemon, which might be 2019. Yeah, they, they, yeah. they, they never confirmed Metroid the date. Metroid 4, which might year. be 2019. Yeah. Um, DLC is coming. Uh, Zelda's coming out. Metroid's coming out September 17th. And Odyssey's coming out in October, so um, one, yeah, just a couple. Okay, and then, yeah, okay, so I'm still a little disappointed with what's happening this year for the Switch, but at the end this of the year, day... This year, we have June Arms, in July is Splatoon, August, we have Mario and Rabbids plus Sonic Mania, September is Pokken, October is Mario Odyssey, that leaves room for November and December for Zelda DLC, um, Xenoblade 2, Fire Emblem... And Rocket League. Yes, fine. What my point 2017 is... 2017 is fully packed for the Switch for every first month. first-party titles alone. Every month has a big game and that Skyrim. will sell. That will sell. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm the just Switch saying... on fire. Nintendo's never had a fucking game come out every month. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Look, dude. I get it. They're what I'm saying... What I'm saying is I still want a little bit more from them. I want that third-party showing. And I hope we get that within Direct's... It's in coming. the future, every, or even next year. I'm just saying this year. Every press conference has mentioned and congratulated Nintendo. I guarantee yeah. you everybody's scrambling to get something on, on the Nintendo Switch because it's selling like hotcakes and it's the next hot thing. And uh, we're going to see it. It's a little too soon. Just wait. Fair enough. 
Fair enough. Yeah, and I, I think once we get more of that install base, and once everybody really sees the writings on the wall that the, um, and I'm just going to use another um, figure or speech that the, the Switch is not just like a flash in the pen that isn't just this initial hype based on Zelda and everything coming out. It has out, legs. That this thing is going to be moving units. The more units it sells, the more likely it is to get third-party support, and the more likely it is to th get third-party third-party support more likely it is to sell <laughs> units and i am so hopeful for the switch and it's amazing how uh, how much opinion has turned around in the last six months it's true if you go on reddit right now oh, yeah. i was on reddit the the front page was just full of nintendo stuff yeah and nintendo was dominating three i think it's the clear winner yeah absolutely. however sony microsoft ubisoft bethesda all had a really good showing fuck you ea fuck you ea yeah. <laughs> we just it's fuck fun you to, eh? it's fun to hate you but E3 is always so much fun mm -hmm. for gamers of all types. Um, oh, I love E3. It's like Christmas for us. I know. I know. I just did this. Yeah, this has been another great year. Yeah. It's been another great year. Oh, my God. That was a lot of talking. Um, I'm tired. Yeah, guys. <laughs> wow. I, we're, we're, we're over two hours right now. Oh, woof. Video if games. If you're still with us, thank you. Yeah. God. <laughs> Especially you, Paul. Yeah. We love Paul. You, Paul. We, we love you. Yeah, a good shout out to Paul. And everybody, thank you for listening. You can find us fucking everywhere. All over the place. Maybe you oh, should yeah. name those things, Polly, because yeah. Rusty looks too tired. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbay, and TuneIn. Uh, if you guys have any questions for us, uh, I guess Paul must have remembered our email address or saw it on our SoundCloud page because we haven't mentioned it in ages. But it is Game and Watch It with Rusty at gmail.com. We still would prefer that you guys send us something to our Facebook wall or send us a private, me a private message on Facebook. And also, if you guys want to find us on Instagram, we are at GameNWatchIt with an N because they won't let us put an ampersand in there for some reason. Either way, guys, thank you again for joining us. Rusty, you want to take care of this? No, this is all RZ. Oh, yeah, go and for it. And scene for fuck's sakes. <laughs>